Welcome to Friday. It's 545. My name's John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. There's Brett Festley. Big Dick Toledo's around here somewhere. And uh, it's another glorious one. Probably going to rain later today, which isn't so bad. Uh, I'm just putting on a brave face, everybody. Just putting on a brave face, trying to get through another day as a man who likes sports. Struggling with today. What do you do when legacies die? It's painful as a Cub fan. I know Diamondback fans. Uh, you, 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 Diamondback fans grew up buying and selling their championships. There but, wasn't really any homegrown. Yeah, there's not a lot of homegrown on that. So the buying and selling of championships, I don't think Diamondback fans recognize. Uh, you, know, you know, the the Diamondback fans that are like that started with the Diamondbacks. If you had a team before that, and you were willing to switch. You didn't really have a a loyalty to begin with. Yeah. But uh, it's painful, man, buying and selling that kind of stuff. Yankees do it, but they've got even homegrown right now. But the Cubs trading away what I thought was my best friend. In fact, I said so on tape with him one year. I got to interview Anthony Rizzo, and I said, you'd realize we've done this two years in a row now. And he's like, yeah. And I said, that makes us best friends. We're best friends now. You can't deny that. You wouldn't come back otherwise. I got a picture in my house of Anthony Rizzo that I took. With Megan, autograph. A cuck photo. A, a cuck photo, Brady. I'd have allowed the cucking. That cucking yeah. would have been glorious. I'd have sat back. In fact, the statue I would have presented when he retired as a cub was of him in cuck mode with me sitting in a chair behind watching the whole thing. Chicago fans would have rejoiced like, this. what is this? Oh, this is Cubs legend Anthony Rizzo banging some guy's wife down in Phoenix because he's best friends with him. That's, and now he's a Yankee? He's a dreaded Yankee? So, yeah, the, my, uh, the hero of the team I've been watching for my entire life, the one that brought the World Series. And I know average fan will say, dude, you got your World Series. That's, yeah, but that's what you want to hang on to, isn't right. it? That's what, a, I guess, an old-fashioned sports mind says. I don't want that to die. I want that guy to always be a Cub. I don't want him to go get a title with the Yankees. I mean, they just load it up. Who knows? Well, we're, still, still it, need arms. It still but, goes yeah. back to... Uh, you know, the downside of the sports that it's four or five franchise on whatever football, basketball, true. That always have a run at the right. championship. They say parody, but they lie because it's the teams. How the Cubs don't have money is beyond me. They do. It's I know, but how do they, how, they just, it's the owners, but it's right. always been the owners. Prior to that, it was the, the, the families all the before Tribune the family. The Tribune family didn't pay. The Wrigley family didn't pay. Nobody paid. It, it's one of those things. The Ricketts is basically. He gave you guys your championship. Now he's all about the business around yeah. the field. It's all about Wrigleyville. Well, he could care less about the team because you knobs yes. will continue to show up. <laughs> he's right. But it's true. <laughs> You're I mean, 100% right. It's us knobs. <laughs> we, the knob of Cub fandom, are we got raped for years. We have that magical field years. to begin with. 108 now. years of just take it and then we're going to mm-hmm. trade away everybody you love and it's never going to work out. And we took it and we showed up because that goddamn Wrigley Field was you know, it, it would make Greek sailors crash it's the sirens it's <laughs> it's it's mythology it, it it brings you back because it's so beautiful it's it's that it's that ex-girlfriend that rolls back in and you're like oh putty in her hands I, I like I don't know what's going on and guys have got that weakness she's Wrigley is the weakness it's Helen of Troy and then there's Anthony Rizzo and I'm like we got a title the curse is broken and we have to realize He's our Ernie Banks now. That's what I was texting yesterday. Yeah. I was like, I was thought he was Mr. Cub 2.0. I was like, that's it. I would have zero problems with this if Anthony was 39 and was just going over to be a designated hitter for the Yankees in one last hurrah because right. the Cubs are out of it. 
but this this one hurts. I mean, Brady, you've been to my house. You've yeah. seen the cuck photo. Oh yeah. He's I made and, and in that photo I made him prom like it, or uh, made him pose like it was a prom picture. I'm holding a pen up. I'm like, Anthony, you look over here, and he did it. And, and you know, Megan's dead on the camera. It's a prom it's photo. It's a great photo. It's a great photo, and it's autographed by New York Yankee Anthony Rizzo. God damn it. And he's so, still, he's likable. Staying up? No. Gone, huh? Gone. I really? Got, oh, yeah. Yes. Why am I hanging Yankee pictures on my cub wall? I got a whole sports bar You're not, built at you the captured, house. You captured that cubby time right there. See, that's what a, that's what a yeah. passive yeah. He can't take that away from you. Sure he can. You know how he can take it away? By celebrating with the New York Yankees. Uh, any sort of title that they get by bouncing on the field when they win the division, by jumping up and down, when, and they probably won't. That's the worst part. No, I know. Depends on where he goes, and, and then he's going to be somewhere else at the end of the year if they don't sign him back, and then he'll go another place. If he comes back, maybe. But, Let's you know. uh, get in there and doctor up that jersey. Put some different I got a jersey stripes on there. Yeah, well, you uh, can give it to Brandon Love. He can hang it at his house now. He's oh, that's he's the biggest oh, yeah, Yankee. Yankee. God damn it. <laughs> What do we do as fans when we start cheering for the laundry? I mean, I'll never forget when Chael Sonnen said that. He goes, those guys don't care about you as fans. He goes, at least the UFC, you can't, you know, switch bodies. You're cheering for a guy. That's what I miss back in the day. Like, you know, like the, the players stayed with the teams they came up with. They wanted it was, to. It was rare that they yeah. would trade or, you know, bounce around. Oh, it hurts. It hurts, I tells you. And it's dumb. And yeah. it, it, make, it makes you feel like an idiot because uh, Jeremy, old Jer's a huge Cubs fan. And he texts me yesterday. He goes, "I am having literal depression about what's happening." It's your it, you invest so much into sports, and it, and it gets to a point where you're like, "What am I doing? What am I doing? You got to stop." Emmett I was Smith emotionally turned me into hurt. a Cardinals fan. <laughs> well, see, <laughs> you know. and there is those moments where you see guys in the later later parts of their career that switch teams. You're like, "Oh, that's hard to watch." Four Franco, or five bounces. As a Steeler yeah. fan, Franco Harris as a Seahawk is still a cringeworthy thing. It's just so odd that that. But he had to go. He was done. And you'll see that at the end. O.J. Simpson uh, sitting on the bench. I mean, he had a different legacy after all. But, I mean, sitting there in, what was he, uh, San Francisco at the end. And Joe Namath was a charger. Yeah. or Johnny Unitas was a charger. And the Rams the had. The Joe Namath thing is just, I don't it's know, just remember weird. It's just weird. Yeah. You see him in that uniform, you're like, oh, right. Peyton Manning, Joe Montana are really the only ones, and now Tom Brady, who have jumped. And, and we gave so much crap to people with Tom Brady uh, downstairs. Oh, yeah, Dom. Dominic. Has the TB12 and the Patriots 12. And I'm like, this has to come down. He's Favre's no longer going right yours. to the rival. Yeah. At uh, the end. I mean, that was. Well, Favre going to the Vikings. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't, you can't. But then, as a, as a Packer fan, you no longer wear the Favre gear because he abandoned the fan. That's how it feels. But Rizzo didn't. He got traded, but he might have wanted to. It's, it's weird. Fandom for sports is weird. That's why people, when I say trade Larry Fitzgerald, it's at the end of his career. He's got nothing here. There's nothing here. If you love him, let him have a chance at a championship because you never gave him one. And in his case, he's always going to be a Cardinal. I, I mean, at this point in his career, he's always a Larry Legend. Yeah, but had they won a Super Bowl here, it would be catastrophic for him to go somewhere else and chase one more. Right? It's different. It's different. It is. It, trust I thought, me, I, it is. In a way, I would think it'd be easier. Nope. Because he isn't. got one here. Nope. Because Brady kind of, you know, it's I mean, they've got multiple. Right. And that's why, like, as Patriot fans, you like, I don't respect any Patriot fans. Like, I just cheer for Tommy. It's like, no, you can't. This is our title, too. It's like, it is not. He left. He left you and he won another one. That's Tampa's. It'll that's be Tampa's stuff. Yeah. Because so. if he stays, 
you know, I'm just worried about Fitzgerald if you know he ends up getting the twisties or something. And <laughs> you guys, that's I thought, you know what? Since Monday, I've been so afraid that I'm going to end up with the twisties. I've, I, I got a, uh, an appointment with Katrina, the therapist. We're going to talk twisties now because you know, if, yeah, you need therapy for these twisties. Twisties and Rizzo. Uh, it's She's been a rough be week. Booked. It's been a rough week. The trades are everywhere though, and it's not like it's a guy who bounced from team to team like Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer, Diamondback, Tiger, yeah. uh, gets a national. Did he get one with the Tigers, too? He got a title with them, didn't no. he? Oh, he, no. he was there after? Yeah. And then goes to the Nationals and gets one. Now he's with the Dodgers. And so you're like, all right, this guy is a, a gun for hire when things like that happen. Same but with Gary Cole. There's something so strange about that as a Cub fan. It, it's been on my mind the whole day. And, you know, people texting me, are you okay, yesterday. And I knew exactly what they were talking about. I haven't talked to some of these Did people. Did you know he was on the bubble to no. begin with? That's he was what the I thought, only one. You're talking about Bryant. Bryant and Baez. Yeah. Everybody thought that was going to happen. You start trading Denver that core. And I told people, I'm like, I have not been emotionally invested in this team this year because I knew it was a sale. I knew not to get too involved with this because it's a sale team. There's no, and so I figured the other guys, Bryant and Baez, Rizzo was the face. Mm-hmm. It's just weird. Now it's like now it's just weird because especially with Brian because he's probably not going to stay. No, Who do you build no, around? You don't. You, you I mean, there's these, these, you well, start fresh again. It's bad ownership and bad yep. general managers that have let the uh, farm system go to nothing uh, and they can't rebuild. And, then, and frankly, as Cub fan, we have to admit that if it weren't for a small cell of rain that went over Cleveland back in 2016 that stopped that game cold, the Cubs don't even get the championship. Yeah, it's painful. But when you win a series, when you get a series with it. You want that guy to stay. You, you're like, this is this is our face of our franchise. If you can, statue guy. If you can afford it, you want him to stay. And here's what I don't get. And this this goes to beyond sports. So if people who don't even understand sports are kind of like, what's he talking about? Like, I don't understand. You, you got a loyalty with something. It's uh, um, There's this consistency factor. Your legacy matters, right? Like, why is it? And I, and I guess it's hard to say, but like KUPD, it's a very small version of this. KUPD has been great to me. We're in our 20th year. If, in fact, radio trades occurred, and they're like, hey, we're trading you over to the mountain because I asked to go. Yeah. Uh, we got to trade you. We got to trade you. Go. Or, yeah, we got to trade you, or we got to cut some of your money back. You got your 10 5 now, though. So you yeah, can, I got 10 5. Yeah. I can manipulate this. But I, but I would sit back and say, I would rather stay in the place I have made my name happen in this business than bounce. So I'll take a little less. I'm a statue guy. <laughs> it sounds terrible. No, it's it, but real it's true. Back. But okay, we're the. I say that only because the other guy hears this. He goes <laughs> banana. So it's more of it's less for my ego, and it's more just to punch somebody in the nuts. But it's the longest morning show the station's ever had. Oh, I love saying it. <laughs> the other guy dies. It is. So you start thinking, you know, you're gonna you're gonna unload the whole thing because of a money thing. I would take less money to stay in a place. Where you have full legacy, and like, there have been guys that done that. Jose Abreu did the same thing. He says, "I'm not getting, I'm not going anywhere. I'm yeah, signing here yeah. again. I'll sign myself." You want that? Yeah, and that's kind of gone. And I get because that it's business, because business, the, business, yeah, the ownership Jesus. side of it has, uh, you know, that that has changed over the years. They would like it if the players. Sure, would do the that. ownership has too, but they would love that. And the yeah. owners make tons of money, and the agents have the players convinced. Like, look, they're stealing from me if they don't give you more every time. But there's a certain aspect when you're looking at it and you say, like you said, Mr. Cub 2.0. That's what that, There's a yeah. statue of Ernie Banks outside of the Cubs building. The Cubs didn't win anything with Ernie Banks. They did nothing with Ernie Banks. I mean, Ernie was their first 
African American super player and all that. But I mean, that's there's some of that. Harry Carey has a statue out in front of the yeah. Cubs. He was only there for like 13 years. Yeah, it was Cardinals. He's White Cardinals, Sox. The Cardinals longer yeah. than anybody, and he was you know White Sox. He was in, people forget he was with the Orioles and the A's for oh, a I year. forgot yeah. that because he was fighting with all the owners. But he found a home and he became that. And that one's even a little weird because it's a broadcaster. It's wild. Al McCoy broadcasting a game for another team oh. is odd. You don't want to hear yeah, it. Or Vince Scully. Vince Scully being the Padres, voice of the Padres, is crazy. There's Hawk just Harrelson. certain parts where yeah. even even in this little seven years that Anthony Rizzo's been a Cub, you're like, no, you were there two years prior to the championship, helped the rebuild. You were part of that. You were you were the, the cornerstone of that, and it's just, I know. I don't think I'm there's going ever been on a, a been contract dispute with Al McCoy. I wonder if there has been. I'm sure there has. Oh, yeah. Our boy, uh, uh, I like to call him Dick Kevin Ray. Dick. Dick Ray. He's got a contract negotiation going on, and it's not like Kevin, who is going to be, the, like he is now the voice of the Suns, but the, the legacy will live. Had if, And he wants a legacy. He wants to do that, too, but he also wants the best deal for him. And I don't, I don't know his details. I'm not acting right. like I do, but I know he's dealing with contracts right now, so I'm sure broadcasters for the Suns have had those moments, and Al McCoy's like, maybe I hang it up. But at a certain point, it's just, as a sports fan, and everybody's got something, you don't want to see the guy that you're like, thank you for giving us this, and say, you'll always be a Cub. Walk over, and still in in his in the, in the a good part of his career, it's not like it's over, and go grab one with another team, or start bouncing from team to team, and then end up back, like Greg Maddox, end up back on the Cubs later, and people act like, and they retired his number. I'm like, he's a brave. Yeah. Like, this is not our guy. We had one Cy Young season. We lost in the playoffs. They got rid of him because they wouldn't pay him back in 1990. And he went off and went crazy with the Braves and became a Hall of Famer there. He was going to do it anywhere, but he could have been a Cub forever. Oh, my God. Cheering for the laundry. That's all we're doing. Chael Sonnen said it. (laughs) At what point do you realize all you're doing is cheering for laundry? Because that's all it is. Those guys just put on the jersey that pays them the most, and you cheer for the laundry. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks when he said it. I'm like, Jesus, he's right. And when the Steelers went and signed Michael Vick, I realized I'm not cheering for this laundry. I'm not doing that. Then, then, then it becomes, what am I cheering for? You know, it's crazy. But so long. And I know Diamondback fans, you Escobar left, and that has to hurt you too because now, now you're going to lose 120 games instead of 114. <laughs> They're on pace to lose 114 games. They're horrible. They're a bad baseball team. So I guess maybe it's better that way. Just don't get invested. Don't do like Brady does. Just bounce around. Just no. Just don't yeah, don't mean, get invested. I, I tell you, don't, that's don't, the, don't get into it. The other side of it on the college side that you know your players there for a year or two, maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe a year, yeah, maybe but two. You, that's what keeps with the team. The, the, you, you go You're through cheering the for laundry more than anything else. For sure, yeah. You yeah want college players, players. you're yeah, cheering yeah, for laundry. It's, I mean, you know, yeah. whatever the recruiting class that's coming in, you yeah. you know, you might have to take a set a year back, and then this is the year that they yeah. Pop. But it's funny because you watch like uh, the fans take the brunt of the hit because we're running the whole thing off emotion. We don't have money in this. We we spend money on it, we're, and it, and it's weird when it hits. I this is like a, a therapy session for me right now because it is. I needed to talk about this yesterday with with uh, everybody 
that like Cub fans texting me and all this other stuff. And it is, it's a, it, you, you start running with emotion and you listen to the guys you're emotional about say, it's a business. It's a business from owner to player to everything else. Well, you do have money invested in oh, it. Oh, I've got tons of oh, you know, loads of it. Hats and you know, the stuff MLB the package. House. Yeah, exactly. I spend $400 a year for no reason yeah. to have that stupid MLB package. I maybe watched two full games this year because I didn't want to get involved in this team. I, I'm, I'm, I'm involved, I'm, but it's I knew. I knew she was leaving me. I knew this one was going, you so I, be, I detached. It, you gotta, yeah. I mean, it's to the point where you have to know that this, that's the, this is the way it operates. Yeah, I know, and it's still you can't get used to it. Cardinal fans, the only thing I can tell you is if Larry Fitzgerald left eight years ago and got a championship. That's the pain of it. Yeah, that's the like he left the year two years after the Kurt Warner Super Bowl because he's like, ah, this is over. We're gonna have to rebuild, and he would have been right. I, I, I think about how many uh, players between the baseball. You know, between the Diamondbacks and the Suns, that have left. Oh yeah, and went on and, and Shane Doan got championships. Stayed, and such. stayed for twenty-one years with an absolutely messy franchise. Right, that moved from one place to another. Uh, terrible, good at first, then terrible, then eh, then terrible. Most of the time spent being terrible. So many opportunities to leave. He's like, I'm a coyote. I don't know why you'd want your legacy to be here, but he he. He did it. You know, if you like the town, and if Doan stays, which he you'd he like has, to see that more. This is his place. It's yeah. like your it's like your favorite bar. Yeah, already Chris Paul leaving the Suns hurts Suns fans. If he goes, I've heard from I've heard from my sources tell me <laughs> deals are in place. Just got to negotiate some cash. Chris Paul's not going anywhere, especially now that the Lakers got, got Westbrook. Their, yeah, they got their guy. So that. By the way, Suns fans, good news on that. The Lakers gave up way too much for Russell Westbrook. They've, now they've got three players in a D-League team. So congratulations on your jersey sales, Lakers, because you got a ton of those coming. In. And, and, anyway, that's a different story. Painful, Brett. I, I get go it. win the World Series with your White Sox. <laughs> Please, go do it. And you know what? Maybe I'll cheer for that laundry later. And even saying that just made my stomach spin. No possible way. I can, you know what kills oh, me? Like we were talking earlier about, oh. Tan, you know, like uh, all the Boston fans still behind Tom Brady. It's like yeah. with me with the, with the White Sox. When 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 Frank Thomas left, yeah. that's it. I, he I don't wear the jerseys anymore. Right. Everything comes down. You get the supplements though. Oh, yeah, you get well, the Neutrogenics, yeah, you know, right? But that's only because of Kevin. Ray. That's a Kevin. <laughs> that wasn't Frank at the time. Yeah. But but he you know at the end of the day he is a White Sox once yeah. he retires. But while he's with another team, no love. Well, Goodbye. He got his title with them in 05. Was he yeah, there? He wasn't no, playing, he wasn't really though. playing much, yeah, but he was, he was still there. He was injured, yeah. And you can look at him as like the guy who stuck around and helped build this. He did. No, absolutely. And there's no doubt about it. Oh, it's painful. It's so goddamn painful. Uh, Dave Eggleston said, sorry for your loss. Jerry Rice, Ronnie Lott, Joe Montana wearing different jerseys still drive me crazy. The St. Louis Cardinals were dead to me after Pujols left. Grew up a Braves fan until the strike. And Pujols brought me back to baseball. That's uh, 49ers fans. I didn't even realize how much that had to hurt watching Rice, Lot, and Montana go elsewhere. Oh yeah, but they. It, I guess it just feels. And it, when he like, I don't know. Didn't Rice go to four different teams? I mean, like oh, Jerry bounced all over the place. Yeah. Jerry was a Seahawk, a Raider. He played for the Jets. I don't remember. He was somewhere else too. But why not? You said you've wanted Ben to step aside. Would you he rather just go to another team? It's the end of his career. It's time for the Steelers to say, right. we have to move on. But uh, would you be okay if he went to another team? At this point, or just yes, retire? because it's what's best for the Steelers. Team. Yeah. Laundry. Yeah, it's the, yeah, and it's like, look, you're, you're not helping the team out anymore. I think you're a detriment. 
And that and look, let him do his victory lap. But I've said it like we've gotten all we can get out of your career. That's what that's how I feel. That's different than you know a guy in the prime. Because going, I'm Tom, not going to be the face of your team anymore. Yeah. Ben's if a Steeler. Tom Brady was with the uh, Patriots last year. Who knows? He still has I, it. I don't think they would have. I don't, I don't think know. they win a Super Bowl because yeah. they don't have the talent around them, but he still right. got it. And the Patriots should have done everything they could to say, you're not going any. You will never wear another uniform for the sake of the fans. That's gone. Sake of the fans is never an argument. Not I don't anymore. Think, I don't think a player sits in an office with a general manager, an agent, and an owner and says, we got to do something for the fans. This is going to crush the fans. And our fan base needs you. So there's a little extra cake coming your way. I don't know. I know it's all money. I know it's all business, but not to us. Not to the super loyal fan. Not to the not to the one shelling out the cash. Not to the one who has uh, his wife cucked by the first baseman of the world championship. First person. I even told him that when I talked to him in that chat we had. And I said, you realize that I am saying for the first time since Frank Chance in 1908, world champion first baseman for the Chicago Cubs. Frank Chance was the last one. Tinkers to Evers to Chance. For radio. It was written. That's how people knew it. The double play combo. You'd had to go before Wrigley Field existed. Like, that's what you are to us. That's what you are to us. It means too much. We are so incredibly gay for men. And we won't admit it. <laughs> it's, I'm emotional about it. There's a loyalty. Like I always said, women, women don't like that we like sports because they see what true love looks like. And they don't see it with them. They don't. We don't express true love in the form of... Emotion towards another human being like we do towards sports. I'm convinced that's true. And I'm convinced that's why some women can't stand when a guy likes likes a sport too much. They get jealous. They make plans around the games. They don't understand. They don't They don't allow. A lot of women don't allow guys to have sports paraphernalia up in the house. That's one of the first things they it's, take it's down. More, it's a different type of affair. It, it, it's it's not an affair. She's the affair. Right. It, it, well, the, but this is the loyalty. <laughs> this is the thing. And, we're, and it's, it's wrong. It's 100% wrong. From relationship to relationship, you carry your same team. Yes, yes. The they, team and, stays the same. And to women, too. Sometimes you attach your team to them, and they go on and, well, my ex was a huge Broncos fan, so I'm never going to let that go. But, yeah, it's, ah, uh, God, Brady, you should have been more like you. Put those rose-colored glasses on. Valdery, Valderod, my way around this world. Speaking of trades, John, it kind of made me sad thinking I'd have to put 95.5 The Mountain on my presets in my truck. <laughs> Would I look when I was a kid? I grew up here. My mom was a big Bruce Kelly fan, so I became a Bruce Kelly fan. And he switched radio stations, and a dude named Dave Ryan came on KZDP. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. That. And I didn't know who to be loyal to because I was a weird sports fan kid. I grew up being a sports fan, like I'm loyal to what? So is it ZZP or Bruce? Am I an individual or am I a fan of the station? I got the sticker on my my Jeep had a KZDP. I had we ordered Domino's pizza just to get similar music at the time where they were oh, yeah, yeah. direct yeah. rivals. He went over to Y ninety five. Y ninety five and Y ninety five was the big like oh, we're going after the the, the head honcho here. Yep. And we're taking the we're taking the Hydra. We're taking the head of the thing. And they got Bruce over there and Bruce and Maggie went over there. And Dave can say he was the king of the eighties. He wasn't. You go back and look at those ratings. Bruce Kelly and Maggie Brock had like a twenty share in this town. They were massive. And Pratt goes around screaming, I was number one. No, you weren't. I've got proof. You go to my friend works at ASU and hates Dave just as much as I do. And he went back to like the, when the early days of ratings started to print books. It's like this guy was never number one. And before that, Brandmeyer was kicking his ass. Brandmeyer beat the tar out of him and the reason he left. But yeah, uh, 
But Bruce Kelly went to Y95. Got Chicago money. I oh, felt yeah. funny because I had to switch my presets. Number one was now Y95. I took the stickers off my car, and I'm like, so I'm you stuck with your you stuck with your guy. Yeah. Now then, what would you do after, after the uh, for in the afternoons? Yeah, would you flip it to one? Steve Goddard, who still who works here, and I don't know. I, I've fanboyed a little bit when Steve Goddard showed up in this building. He works at our oldie station. Which, by the by, if you're ever into like an oldies day, we have got the greatest oldie station. Ninety two seven. Is just fantastic radio, and there's a there's a legend that doesn't get any credit in this town named Steve Goddard, who runs the works. I think he still does, but he was in the hallway once, and he came up and he's like, "Hey, pleasure to meet you. You know, congratulations on all your success." And I'm sitting here like, I used to ride my bike to Roach Junior High basketball practice, and like I'm coming home, listen to you on the Walkman. It's so dangerous. Like, <laughs> wires all over me. I've got headphones on. I'm driving. I'm riding up Dobson Road and uh, the canals and stuff. And I'm like, Steve Goddard was the voice. The dude was outstanding. And that oldie station we got, I think, I think he does most of the work. I'm pretty sure it's great. Yeah. But Goddard was my afternoon guy. Guess who went to Y95? The whole crew went over. It's weird. That's, a, that's a, I think so at the end oh, there. Okay. It's weird. That I had that kind Gary of... Gary Eden was writing checks. Oh, he was pumping out some devil. I had... Oh, that's an odd loyalty. But I've, I've, I've thought about it since the Rizzo thing, since my emotional breakdown yesterday. I've thought about that. Rod Woodson to the Ravens, and he won a, a, a Super Bowl with the Ravens, was daggers to me. Daggers. I've got Le'Veon Bell jerseys thinking that guy was going to be around for a long time. I'm glad he wasn't because he turned out to be a nut. Dismantle. I have an Antonio Brown jersey. Those don't hurt you as much because they, they went nuts. Faces of franchises, it's hard. And this guy says, Ryan, or uh, uh, Ryan Sherman, that's a friend of mine. Uh, Sherman to the 49ers. Seahawks fans, that's painful. There's so many. We've all got one. The dudes are coming out with their, this is like an AA meeting. Hi, my name's Todd. And I couldn't handle it when uh, the Seahawks gave Sherman to the 49ers. I, I, Hi, Todd. Yeah, I'm, I'm a sportsaholic. It's not healthy. It's not healthy, Brett. I should have done like you two. I should have picked cruddy teams like the Bears and the Bungles. <laughs> I got the Steelers love. That drives me nuts for five months a season. Now I'm back in on the Suns, which used to make me frantic to the point where I couldn't be around people back in the 90s, and I gave up on that. Now I'm back. You got me back in. Just when I thought it was healthy. You've replaced it. And now the Cubs. <laughs> and I said it about the Cubs earlier in the year. Once they got that World Series, I took a breath. And I relaxed, and their losing didn't hurt as much, and everything else. But then you start you start giving up statue guys. Larry Fitzgerald's getting a statue for the Cardinals. Oh yeah, and part of it is because he didn't leave when he had. And I still think they should have traded him. As a Cardinal fan, that's where you give up on your guy and say he does. He's done so much for this franchise. I want him to go front run. I want him on the Bucks. Get him in the slot for Tampa Bay and give him a chance at a Super Bowl because the one thing we can't do for him is that. Had he won the Super Bowl in 08, and he would have been, he or Kurt Warner, MVP of that thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, had he won that thing, he stays forever. You don't you don't ever let him go. Boy, this is tough. This is a hard day for, for me. Pretty. I'm going to have to, you know what? I'm not emotionally stable enough to just, I'm going to take off. I got the, <laughs> I got the, the, I got the twisties, Brady. I got the, I got the twisties. Now they're asking all the athletes at the Olympics, the divers and stuff. Do you ever get the twisties? Oh, you can get them. It's just called being disoriented for a little bit. It comes with the sport. And I don't know if you saw it, but Suni Lee, yeah. the gold medalist, individual gymnastics gold medalist, to me, 
was taking a few veiled shots at Simone Biles in her interviews, saying, there's been many times I've wanted to quit, but I didn't. I've gone through a ton of hardships. Her father was paralyzed two years ago in, a, in a, an accident. He fell off a ladder. He's in a wheelchair now. She goes, there's times when I wanted to quit because I was emotionally unstable. I couldn't deal with it. I didn't. And she goes, and here I am standing with a gold medal. I can understand why she's saying that. Me too. Because she's had no shot for the last four years. She's been with, with, chasing this lady. Yeah, that, that, that's like, I'm not going to. But I saw it with the swimmers too. This is emotionally crazy. The one swimmer got a silver yesterday and her dad died two months ago and of course nbc's tr- tragedy porn laser the, it, razor or yeah yeah that's her yeah. razor yeah. laser it's laser it's your neighbor uh but the, the tragedy porn is like how what's the closest death you've had in the last year Give it i to know me. and then they, they do a big story about it what's, oh, what's your biggest tragedy and they can't wait to show the tragedy and say uh from the ashes rises so the pressure is like hey we're not going to stop reminding you of the worst thing that's happened to you since you uh since your last uh, yeah. you know, olympic run you plus know, covid you're ready to quit Every single one of them said the, the pressure is massive. Uh, so many times I've wanted to quit. This person made it so I did it. And I, I don't know for sure, but that felt like veiled little jabs that, like, you don't quit this. You just don't quit. You take on everything. When it seems like you can't go on, that's when you push harder. Yeah, but, I, I mean, you know, as, as funny as it sounds, the twisties. Yeah. Look, I I understand if there's something in you, there. You're that a you're, gymnast. You, you get it. Yeah. I've tumbled. <laughs> You've tumbled. I've, I've tumbled, tumbled for you. Plenty of times. I've tumbled for you. But just on any kind of thing, when that little sure. thing gets in your mind, that's when you are the best or you're not the best. Yeah. You're either weak or you're the greatest. And I don't want mental health to become an excuse. It's not an excuse. It's it's a bigger reason to persevere. It, it can't be an excuse. It can be a reason. It can't be an excuse. Saying, don't use those... it as a crutch. Don't use it as yeah. a crutch. And that's the thing that bugs my raw nerve about it is that it can't, like, you know, you go through things and, and you're like, oh, I could blame being depressed. I'm like, no, your behavior's still yours. Your skin is still yours. You wear that like your skin. You find out why you did it. You found out the reasons why this happened and you fix that. On, you know, this last Sunday night, every one of those female skateboarders had the twisties. Yeah. None of them. <laughs> not, I mean, they, but did one. they stop? <laughs> no, they kept falling. Those female skateboarders were less uh, balanced and able to move forward than the people at halftime bat spins at uh, basketball games. All right, spin them around the bat 300 times and make them go try to make a basket. They looked like they were dizzied by some sort of contest. And so. imagine getting into a sport that says, like, you want to get into this? Well, here's how it works. Yeah. You're going to wipe out five times. Yeah. You're going to get one, though. Yeah. I just don't like uh, any of the, uh, I've, I've got excuses on why I didn't do this. And mental health is not an excuse. It's a reason, but it's not an excuse. You can't just quit and say I got mental health problems. It bothers me more because she's because the other girls are saying she's now, probably kicking herself and like I, I never should have come to the game. I was, shouldn't have I, shown up. Yeah. and I understand her showing up, but and and then I did. You know what she said, and I disagree with what this guy Devin just said. Uh, Simone is a biatch. Well, I'm not going to go that far, <laughs> but it is. It was. It was a. It was a. I'm taking my toys and going home because it's not going my way. Moment. Favre versus the Raiders when his dad died. Amazing performance. Oh. And you know they, that's they walked into and I don't like a, I'm not a fire fan by any that's stretch of the imagination. Different but. to me too because that's every excuse. Nobody's coming down on you no. for missing that game. And the fact he came out and had maybe the best game of his career. I remember watching that. Didn't he four do it twice too? Uh, and his wife twice, ended up yeah. getting diagnosed with cancer. He ran and out he there and had another on one. That. I mean, there might be something to the fact that he's too dumb to know. 
Two for three. I think the other one had, he had another situation, but he didn't do yeah. so well in the third. But that's not even mental health. That's that's the world just smashing the gut with a bat, and you walking through it. Yeah. That's taking that's taking Earth's best punch, and saying I'm good. Watch this. I'll I'll deal with something like this another way. I mean, taking punches is part of persevering. It's part of getting past things like that. So, and also like this guy says, Ritalin. They also, they also have pills for it. Get those skinny. Get that. Anyway, it's going to be a tough day for me. I'm, I'm trying to get through it all, but uh, I, I'm, I'm weighing my loyalty versus the business of football and baseball and all that stuff. Well, this guy, Eric, Killer. texted Killer. in. He goes, Gonzo went to the Dodgers. Randy went to the Yankees. We have pain, too. But they weren't homegrown. They weren't. They weren't from here. You bought a championship. You, I mean, bought a championship. And the person that you needed to really hang on to in that whole situation is Jerry Colangelo. He's the statue yeah. from that team. Yeah, because you you went out and you just picked up. I mean, look at that team of all stars they bought: Matt Williams, uh, Schilling, Johnson. Jay the Bell. homegrown guys were the ones you crossed your fingers and said, "Don't screw this up for everybody." Yeah. All those other pitchers, you know, you had the you know, Brian Anderson, who wasn't even a homegrown, but uh, who's that Manti. other guy? Matt Manti was like just an insane person. But I don't was he wasn't on the championship team, was he? That was Byung Hung Kim's job to lose. That was yeah, yeah. yeah. BK Kim. He was a homegrown. All the dudes that were homegrown, Steve Finley, Devon, I mean, that whole thing was assassins, hired guns across the field. Tony. A Rubio Durazo was your only guy. And was he? He was first base. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he was the guy. He was, yeah, <laughs> he was right. Miguel Batista. Miguel Batista was the pitcher that yeah. used to play the flute in the locker room. He was, yep. like a, he was a lunatic. And you just crossed your fingers and hoped Miguel didn't blow it. And when he didn't, you were like, all right, good. We got Randy on the hill tomorrow. That was a team that was not based in loyalty because it was three years old. Yeah. So there was no loyalty to have. Stinette behind the plate. Was Kelly Stinette the catcher? Uh, Or Jorge uh, Fabregas? I don't remember. I think it was. Rod Barajas, uh, Huckabee, Damian Miller. Damian Miller. Damian Miller. Somewhat of a home. But, man, yeah, it's – anyway, what are you going to do? My Gracie. heart hurts. My heart hurts. Mark Grace played first base. Yes. That's right. Barraza was the backup. What, How do yeah. I forget Mark Grace? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Craig Council. Mark Grace is a perfect example of what we're talking about. Wasn't going to get one with the Cubs. I was actually happy for Mark Grace to get out of Chicago when he did. Because it's like, we can't get you one, man. You, you, you've done, this is your, what, your 18th season, 17th year. Get out of here. Go. Go win something somewhere else. It's not happening here. And I, as a as a fan, you're like that's it. And he, I still have a. And it's very welcome because you'd see him six weeks out of the year every year. He was living here, here anyway. anyway. Yeah. yeah, he was boning all of our wives uh, from uh, November till February, and then he, you know, he'd go over to Hoho and play a little spring ball and leave for a few months. Mark was an Arizona guy. Ask every woman here who's ever met Mark. That was a huge part of. Uh, you know, we said it before, a huge part of a lot of those players coming back here because they spent so much time here. Oh, like, oh that I can play here now? Yeah. I've gone on long enough. I mean, I'm going to continue to talk about this for the rest of the day. It's, not, it's the only topic I've got. <laughs> I'm done with this. I don't even care. We'll come back after the break. Yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> I'm emotionally shattered. <laughs> the pictures of this dude in my home. You had pictures of this dude well, in your that's, home. that's going to be a tough one. You know, in the garage. Be really weird. In the garage. Don't have to throw it away. Just put it away. There's a place in the closet that I have a painting of Blonde Jesus that a Mormon friend who gave up on Mormonism gave me, and I find it hysterical, but I can't hang it in my house. Put Blonde it. Jesus up then instead. <laughs> blonde Jesus will replace him for a little bit. <laughs> well, let's do a little, I think do a little cut You know what's going to replace him? Jersey and tape it over the glass. <laughs> my painting of Barry Wood by J. Todd Hodge. Oh, there you go. I will put Barry Wood in the place. There you go. Of, uh, of Rizzo. 
Now, my big naked black dong of berry wood will replace it because you know what? That guy's dead. He's legend. He can't, he can't leave he me. He can't switch teams. He can't switch. Well, he, <laughs> definitely some guys walking by might switch teams thinking, what in the world is going on here? That bat doesn't go anywhere. No, that bat stays right there, <laughs> yep. in my, and it's going to go up right there in cubby, my cubby wall of fame. I can't have Rizzo up there anymore. Megan was shocked when I said, "What? That's a picture of." Oh, he was. I'm in it. You don't matter in that picture. The only did you autograph it? <laughs> did you autograph that photo? Fo- I don't think so. That's coming down. What are we gonna do with it? I don't know. What are you gonna do with it? It's yours now. I don't want it. It's your picture of you. You. You know. Egomaniac. <laughs> I don't have any pictures of me anywhere. They're all here. I got well, uh, even the painting that one guy yeah. did of me is down at the H and H Ranch. And it's funny. Like, it's when you first walk into my bedroom in the H&H Ranch, there's a painting of me on the wall because... The paintings we had here? Why not? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Some other dude, and I forgot his name, and I wish I hadn't, did a digital uh, 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 artwork of me, and it's it's fantastic. Oh, really? It's me if I was, like, cooler and, like, in the WWE, I think. I think it's just because people walk by and go, what are you, John Cena's brother, when they <laughs> yeah. say that? I'm like, it's not a real... It's a picture of me he took and then did a painting of. Oh, okay. And it's... It may be one of my finer photos as far as me looking cool, because I don't do that too good. And uh, our and local then, he, artist ones, Brett, have disappeared. Yeah, they were yeah, supposedly. Those, this guy is an actual paid by somebody artist, not some local guy who sets up a weird tent that you buy at Walmart on you know first Fridays. But and those disappeared. I still Everyone got mine. Want, oh, yeah. it's, you got because yours. mine wasn't bad. Mine because I was wearing sunglasses in it, yeah. so I didn't have the. The rapey eyes like John had and <laughs> in Toledo. <laughs> Scott Haynes says, give your Rizzo stuff to Toledo. He keeps memorial things in his garage. Oh. A good thought. You can put it next to all those other dead balloons. Anyway, sorry. Loyalties, everybody. That's what you should do. Just put a little table in front of it and have and the, the little balloons and flowers. Some Mexican candles. Yeah. Send you one a, lady of Guadalupe. Guadalupe. Yeah. a couple of votive candles. <laughs> lady of Guadalupe. I'll take where the empty picture is and put candles up and then paint a white like uh, Yankees logo. That's where he goes to die. <sighs> anyway. Well, let's get a wake-up song. It's depressing. Sports. What does it happen? Come on. I blame my dad for this. I need Katrina again. My dad's fault. Get, getting me all involved in this crap. I could have had a normal life like Brady. Walking around filming ants and stuff. <laughs> yeah. That's normal. Yeah. It, it, it's not. But at least, you know, there's no... There's no... Well, I mean, it's shameful. But there's no harm in it. I mean, it's total shame. And it's a life poorly lived. But still, it's better than this. I got some great Chuck Walla footage. Oh, I bet you did. I keep looking for that gecko I let back in. I want to charge him up here and see what you do. I'm looking every morning. He's down there somewhere. He didn't get out again, I guarantee it. Anyway, uh, let's get a wake-up song. 585-9800. Meanwhile, I got Trip Reeb who's going to come in here. Dancing. Grinning ear to ear that his team's buying a championship again. Because he got mad yesterday when I said, well, good. Now you get a couple trades in, and you can get a legitimate championship, unlike that COVID nonsense you guys pulled off last year. What did Trip do? You know what? F*** you. And he left. (laughs) I think he meant it. Uh, wake up song. 585-9800. A good one and we'll scream it together. It's 98K. But he, wake up! I have to apologize to all the listeners this morning because I most certainly hit a nerve with everybody because we all have that fandom moment. We're like, this, we're losing this guy. My friend Colin was a, he grew up in Florida. Well, not really, but he was, uh, he grew up all over as a thing. But he became a Tampa Bay Bucks fan while his time was over. He loved Bucko Bruce. Oklahoma kid, but Bucko Bruce was his guy. And he jumped on board that team and then uh, watched them go from something to nothing and quit the whole fr- – he quit all of football when they just said, Derek Brooks, that's enough. And they cut all the guys that built this terrible franchise into a champion. 
And they did treat him poorly on the way out the door. It's what Aaron Rodgers is saying right now in Green Bay. And I got an email from a guy there, too, who said that, uh, where'd that go? Oh, not that one, not that one. So many, Brady. said, I'm a huge Packer fan. I bleed green and gold. I threw my Favre jersey away when he left. And now that millennial crybaby bitch Aaron Rodgers is pissing me off. He's still our QB, and I root for him, but I don't think I like him as a person. These guys thinking just because they're good at something gives them a right to have to have a say in the business. If Aaron wants a say, buy an effing team. I'm getting uh, to be a very disillusioned sportsman. You're so right. Your heroes are all assholes. There's truth to not getting to know them as a person, which the internet and all the social media stuff has, has disallowed. Like you start to realize, I may not like this guy. You meet your heroes. I'll go back to my Dave Kingman story. As an eight-year-old boy, I learned all your heroes are assholes at a very early age. I was one of the lucky ones. Just screaming for his autograph in Three River Stadium, eight feet away from him. And he turned to an eight-year-old boy and gave me the finger. And then Bruce Souter gave me two autograph pennants and apologized to my dad. I got a much better autograph out of it than Dave Kingman. And since uh, a friend of the show who knows Dave Kingman got me a picture of King Kong swinging his bat with his autograph on it. What'd you do with it? It's leaning. I will not hang it. It's leaning on the wall over on this video game console I found. <laughs> I I struggle with it because it was it was mean. Do you hang him or Rizzo? Kong was nothing. Kong was a childhood <laughs> idol. I, I was I had no knowledge of what was going on. I just loved baseball, so. He just hit towering home runs. Chicks and kids dig the long ball. We all know that. And this guy would put one out on Waveland every once in a while, and the cameraman would have to chase where it went. Because back when Kong played for the Cubs, it wasn't the Wrigley Field you know. It was empty. Nobody there. And you'd hit a home run, and there's nobody on the streets. And they could find the ball down the road. It would roll all the way down one of the streets outside of Wrigley. And they'd be like, here it is. And they're like, Jesus. And nobody cared about, like, velocity or exit, you know, speeds and... Like the thing's like a thousand feet from the stadium, just kept rolling. Like it's a thousand foot home run. And they didn't. They didn't care about the truth. They were just laughing. Jack Brickhouse would call those games, and he cried. That guy would cry when the when this terrible Cubs team would lose. That dude would weep because he was drunk all the time. Yeah, Brickhouse would actually cry. He was not. He was drunk all the time. You're probably right. Brickhouse was not that. Uh, that was standard. He always that was, was standard yeah. for good play by play. Pretty blaster. Yeah. But uh, that was good for a play. We need more of that in the yeah. booth. Drinking in the booth was when all the legends came from drinking in the booth. Oh, yeah. Harry Carey, Brickhouse, John Madden, Pat Summerall, all booze hounds, Ken Venturi, all of them. Just, Ken Venturi and Pat Summerall had stopped working together because they were so drunk all the time that they started to goof off and drink during the game and get worse, which everyone did. But Pat became such a wild alcoholic. He's like, can't be friends with you anymore, Ken. I've got to hang out with this guy. Hey, here's a guy who's going to not drink as much. Did light uh, Miller Light commercials for years? Brewers. Uh, oh, look! <laughs> there was so much alcohol going on in the booth; it was ridiculous. Now it's wasn't Costas's partner. Was it McCarver or whatever? Was he was he a booze hound too? Uh, Bob Costas? No, I don't no, think no, McCarver. McCarver. I don't think McCarver. McCarver was. Could have. He sounds drunk a lot. <laughs> People either love or hate him. Yeah. My dad would tell me about Jack Brickhouse when he was when he's uh, announcing for the White Sox. They would actually have to mute his mics during if somebody screwed some up because he'd be screaming, "You son of a oh, bitch!" out the window. That was Brickhouse. That was uh, Persall. Jimmy Persall. I thought it was Brickhouse. No, that he was Brickhouse saying, okay. didn't do the socks. Jimmy. Jimmy no, he Pearsall. did do the socks. He did. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Maybe maybe that was it too. I don't remember that part, but I remember Jimmy Pearsall. 
was the White Sox guy, and he would get just absolutely blasted with Harry Carey when they, they did just the Sox edit, Yeah, they turned the and lights I mean, off. And... They just stopped doing the game. <laughs> they were at a party. They were doing whatever they wanted. Hey, here's someone in the booth. What's your name, little lady? I'm just delivering some more beers. Then we need to keep you around more. Hey, Harry, I took my pants off. <laughs> Holy cow, the game's been over for eight hours. John, thanks to you this morning, I've given up. Throwing out my Bible because I never want to meet Jesus. That's He's my right. hero. He's going to let you down. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, Brady, this Jesus, you got him way too high on a pedestal. You know what's going to happen? You're going to meet Jesus. He's going to have a booger hanging out of his nose. Well, this is a disappointment. This is perfect. Oh, did I? I'm sorry, my son. I had allergies. He's a shell of his former self, that Jesus. <laughs> He's, yeah. It's like what Jim Jeffries always said. Eternity in heaven? I'm going to get bored. <laughs> Eternity's a long time. I don't care how great it is. I'm going to get bored. He's right. Eventually, I'll get bored. Yeah, don't meeting Jesus is going to be like this. Is it? He's going to. You know what the worst part is going to be? He's going to go. That's what you're going through right now. The equivalent. Yes, exactly the same, Brady. Because you're going to go up and Jesus is going to meet you at the door. It's going to be a meet and greet. It's going to be like when you go down and you think you'd be a lot taller. No, no, no. You're going to be. It's like being backstage with Metallica after being 40 years a Metallica fan. Oh, this is going to be bad. And you think, I'm going to be best friends with Hetfield. He's going to, something's going to click. It's just too much of my life invested. And he meets you and goes, hey, man, nice to meet you. My name's Robert. I've been a fan for 100 years. You're the best thing ever. Hey, thanks, Richard. We'll see you later. And he walks away, and <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, all yeah. you get. And Jesus will shake your hand at the door, and then getting a meeting with him will become impossible. I'd rather meet Harrison Ford. <laughs> you think Jesus will remember me? No. Ah, yes, David Bogan. <laughs> Can I help? I've got an appointment at three, but what 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 do you need? I just wanted to say hey and thanks for everything you did for me. Like you know, never flooding me out of my house or something like that. Anything, anything for? You. Look, I've got a real. Not to say you're not a VIP because you are. You're in heaven. I got to go over here and meet Harrison Ford. Did that angel whisper in your ear my name? I got an assistant. <laughs> this is Brady Bogan. He's originally from Columbus, Ohio. He moved to Phoenix, but he never really let go. Back in- I understand that Columbus is the where your heart. You know all. <laughs> You are uh, you are omni- Jesus would just say O H T. You are om- oh my god omni omni man. You're that guy. omni mansion. Omni mansions. You're my man. <laughs> my man. Are we done? Yeah. My he man. was so cool. He gave me a cheese. It one time Brady let a gecko out of a building and back out into the nature like like you intended. Just killed second. Thank later. you so much for the gecko thing you did by saving that little gecko's life. <gasps> you see all your. Not a yellow you know, something. Else. Omnipotent. Why did you curse me with the weight issue? That was you. Free will, which you took full advantage of. Especially at buffets. Uh, this guy says, my dad was a huge Mets fan. He made me a fan as a kid. Then he pulled a Toledo's dad. So now I hate him and the Mets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Your dad can, can help you and then bail on you and then you hate his stuff. It's brutal. But the fans are popping in. Uh, says, this is funny that you bring up the Bruce and Maggie thing. They were huge in this town. I stopped listening when Bruce moved. Tim and Mark got hilarious. So I started listening to that. I started going to the Tim and Mark route, too. Because I got a little older and I stopped liking pop music. Cause it was, I liked rock the whole time, but I listened to pop. It seemed like to be more... I guess it was a peer pressure thing. Like You go to school and everybody was listening to that. Growing but, up in Montana, we never really had morning shows or radio shows there. So moving to Seattle, it was Kent and Allen. And they put out a best of CD. All right, and I remember. All right, this is this is cool. But then then Scott goes on to say, "I think you're the only personality I switched stations for when you left the zone. I went to KUPD." All right, Scott. That was a long time ago, friend. Thanks, though. Man, 
it's frustrating. But the, the fandom stuff is, uh, it's a killer. John, you you misread what the assistant said to Jesus. Oh, yeah? Jesus, this is David Bogan, the one that masturbates to fish. <laughs> I understand you have a fascination with aquatic life. Oh, I do, Lord Christ Jesus. Uh, I like I like the puffer fish, and I like... Well, we don't need to go down the list. Well, I just want to let you know. Placacostomus? I had one named Oscar. I know. It's hard to tell me stories. That would be the disappointing thing about Jesus. You try to tell him stories like, I know. He cuts you off. He joke dicks you. I know. Story dicks. Of course you know. The first few times it would be cute, and then after a while... Jesus, remember that time I was... The thing about the the oak tree and the poise. Yeah, how'd you know? Come on. You know what? Oh, yeah, I knew. You knew the story I was going to tell. You're an awesome God. <laughs> My God is an awesome God. I know the words. Okay. Are we, we, We're done. I see it. <laughs> Jesus, this guy's tough to chat with. Because he knows what you're going to say. He would be a total disappointment. Don't ever meet him. Bro. One the more devil. thing. Wasn't a big fan of the wafers and communion. Yeah. Oh, thought the they could have been better <laughs> tasting. Well, the recipe. It looks like you had plenty to eat. <laughs> You're right. In fact, I remember, Brady, and you were in the room alone. Ah, uh, so you thought. You ate an entire sleeve of wafers as an altar boy once, so they couldn't have been that bad. It was a rough day. I remember that. You saw that? Brady. Remember the country of Nigeria? You're single-handedly responsible for some starvation. <laughs> wow. You took some of their, their... Holy cow. The surplus was meant to go there, and Brady took it out? Well, where was it supposed to go again? You're responsible for four warlords. Where's Sorry, the palate for I took Nigeria? What palate to what now? What? I just thought that had a bad word on it. Nigeria. Oh, I've been saying that wrong. <laughs> oh, boy. I know Brett was going to get a kick out of that one. Yes, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Mesley, we're well aware of you, too. He ain't going to meet him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in him, so I'm fine. Now. I've already committed the originals, and he and I are on the outs. But meeting him would be, all your heroes are assholes. I think maybe that's the one you're going to be least happy with. Jesus is a know-it-all. <laughs> I know. I was just wanting to tell yeah, I know what you want to talk. He'd finish all your sentences, and he'd be right. And like, I don't even have to talk. Is Cumberbatch here? <laughs> no, he's British. <laughs> oh, that's a sin. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, I did. Well, it would be awful trying to talk to him. Uh, I got this email yesterday. I think you guys will love. Let me find it. Uh, uh, this lady named uh, Carla emails and says, uh, John, Duck Duck Goose got canceled at my kid's preschool. It's evidently detrimental to the mental well-being of a child when they're singled out, and it encourages unwanted touching. Oh, I helped out at the preschool my kid goes to. Uh, they were short a helper, and I lined up a Duck Duck Goose game because I'm an older parent. I'm 38. I thought Duck Duck Goose would be something you do with four-year-olds. We started playing, and other of the workers told me that wasn't an appropriate game. I'm like, huh? Evidently, then she rats me out and tells the person who runs the place, and they send me a note that says my efforts are appreciated, but the antiquated and socially inappropriate games of yesteryear can no longer be played. They've been proven to be psychologically damaging and cause a bully culture. So now i got to find a new daycare. Carla. Duck, duck, goose messes up your fragile little babies? Isn't the whole point of Duck Duck Goose getting uh, singled out so you can do some running? Yeah. I've seen your little fat angels. They need a little goose in their life. Yeah, change it up. Play Smear the Queer. <laughs> that's the one. That, that's <laughs> the fun one. Uh, God, that was a fun game. What did they change the name of that? Because we, we we would scream Smear the Queer. Let's play Smear the Queer. And then the teacher would go, right, I think it was the gay teacher. Like, all right, it's enough of the name. So it would be called like... Uh, uh, get the... 
Yeah, something no. the punk or something yeah. we call it. Like we, we, did, we did admit it, but Smear the Queer was hilarious. Because queer didn't necessarily mean you were a homosexual. It just meant you were the weird one that was about to be smeared. It just rhymed. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I thought... You no, know, you thought it meant... Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the queer every once. So sometimes you end up like, oh, Bert's the queer. I'm like, aha, I don't want to be the queer. I'm about to get smeared because of the rhyming. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, I think they changed the name of it to something else. Yeah, Smear the Queer was out, but we played that at Roosevelt Elementary once. I remember this big giant teacher came over and told us, you can't call it that anymore. You could, didn't care that we played the game. Just don't call it that. It was like the baby. We did. We yeah. we changed it up to tackle the tranny. We called it Gangbang Charla. Uh, we changed the name to that, and drastically different rules. But yeah, singling out your little fat angels need to be goosed. That's the deal. Duck, duck, goose needs to come back so your little fat angels get up and run. Because isn't the whole thing duck, 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 goose, and then you chase them around and try yeah, to get back? Yeah, but maybe they were actually goosing. Okay, th- you know, then then, that, then then it isn't duck duck goose. There's yeah, a sexual predator. There's a sexual right. predator in the midst. Muckle is apparently what it's called. Muckle. We never called it that. Well, never, then never it's heard called of that. a muckle. <laughs> it's got to rhyme. It's got to be fun. Inappropriate touching. Your kid sat down to get tapped on the head. What is going on? Look. So is heads up, seven up out? Because it, you tap the you head. T- on t- that. You touch the thumb. We used to do it was any. You know, like your head's down. Your, then your you can tap the head. The you can just uh, no, step thumb. down. Your thumb was up for a reason. Then you get a tap on the thumb, you put your thumb down. You Thumbs guys are really seven. liberal. Yeah, you guys really yeah. just grab ass. you like Brad at Big Surf. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the problem? <laughs> Still never got Again, where's the problem? Yeah, I, uh, yeah. Duck, duck, goose is too far, evidently, for this. Who knew? What are, like, all the games are bad then. Touch football. Oh, yeah. You're singling out the guy with the ball. Woke pussies. It's woke pussies, but this is a level beyond. Duck, duck, goose is out. Is this better? Kill the carrier? That's what apparently... Well, that's murder. They're taking away the touch because they actually have the... uh, (laughs) They supply the belts for flag, I think, at recess now. Well, we used to do that, too, but touch football is still a thing, and and when we didn't have enough flags, you just touched the guy. Or if the flag fell off, it became touch football. You still have to touch. You still have to... Now you're grabbing... Now in flag football, you're grabbing around the genitals and waist area actually worse if you miss grab you're getting a handful of something and uh yesterday in the olympics i i i love what the olympics have passively aggressively done with this event this is new to me the mixed gender uh uh yeah the four or four by 100 medley where you get two guys and two girls you put them wherever you want in your strategy and you swim them and it's the breaststroke, the, the, uh, the butterfly, freestyle, and backstroke. Yep. And they're like, you put whoever's strongest in this, and the dudes race the girls, and the girls race the guys in some heats because there's four. And you just have to strategize. Do you want an early lead? You put the dudes out, the first two dudes, and hope the girls can hold. Right. Do you go, you know, man, woman, because she's strongest in the breaststroke, so she can bring up the time. And But boy, oh boy, it's time to stop in any certain way at all, saying these are even athletes. Those dudes in that pool got a half pool length and 50 meters on the women. They can close in. It was unreal. And then the girls would have to have almost a, like a three quarters. And these dudes are blazing up on them. And, and even the announcers are like, these girls don't have a chance. But finally, some reality based in this. You know, we're as strong as you. We're the, Ronda Rousey's nonsense about knocking out Floyd Mayweather, or the best girl basketball player could ever play with the men. That event will be dropped. The, the girls' soccer team ever saying one of us could play on the men's team. Watch that swimming, and you will be knocked the F out in the difference of Olympic caliber men 
and Olympic caliber women. Not to say they're not spectacular swimmers. You but say, stop you know, saying it's even because yeah, it is. You don't see it too often. Every once in a while, like if you you know go that deep, but like Wimbledon will show the mixed doubles. Yeah. Oh, it's a different animal. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's well, the, strategy. Well, it has to be. It, yeah. Yeah, but this one, and it was fun. Like, I actually really enjoyed it. I'm it's like, oh, this is great. Great event. Because there's no leader. Like, for three heats, there's no leader. Like right, you have to wait you, till that last lap. You just lap. have to wait for that last lap to see where everybody kind of ended up. And then the last and lap And they probably is, turn their lineups in. They, they do it before. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's true, but I, you can't, like, make it up as you go. You have, right. to, you have to announce who's running what. And it was remarkable. And then, you know, all you got to do is hope the girl that swims with your thing beats the other girls in that particular Who won? Thing. Uh, I don't, it was a trials. It was a the timing. The thing. qualifying. Yeah, it wasn't a gold or something. But they only showed it in the middle of the day. I'm like, this is the best one going because it is fun I to watch. I that was happening. I didn't either. It just happened to be on when I walked by. I'm like, this is amazing. Like, this is the best thing I've seen the whole time because it showed the disparity. Like, now I want to see. Let's do it in uh, the track. Yeah, get the get the four really? by one hundred or the four by four. Uh, Absolutely, baton thing. Four by one hundred, and get a couple chicks out there, and all they got to do is hold their own and beat the other girls in their race, and then let the, the when those dudes took over, it was child's play. Watching them go in that water, and the women are making time. I mean, there's no joke; they're they're floating. But it is time to stop anyone who says, Brittany Griner. I could play. I could beat DeMarcus Cousins. If you put me out there, I could compete. No, you could not. You, uh, Megan Rapino. if you ever say the words, you know, we're better than the men. No, you're not. Play them. Play them once. Get into the weights. Wow. That's a whole other thing, Are you watching too. it? No, no, no. I was just because you brought up the track. The 100-meter world record is 10.49 for women, 9.58 for Usain Bolt. Almost a second. One, one full second. Yeah, and that's in 100 meters. Is a, that's a lot. That's a lot. I mean, you're, you're blowing by. There's there's a lot left to run. But you watch the swimming. It was, and, but it's a great, it was great because you're like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, no, sure, right now England's got like a, a half a pool length lead over everybody, but they've got a girl swim in the last leg. And the dudes are right there, and they're like, if she's not a good, you know, three quarters of the pool ahead, they're not going to win. And by the way. It was, it was amazing. And then, boom, didn't. I think they came in fifth. So the current woman's record is 10.49. Men were running 10.4 in 1921. Right. But I mean, I'm not saying this to bash chicks. I'm no. just saying it's enough with the right. whole even up thing. When you put, and I think the Olympics did that to say, all right, enough's enough. Watch. Is that new? It must be because I've never seen it before, but it was fascinating. That's right. I want it all to be that way. I watched mixed doubles ping pong. I didn't even know that was a thing. Can't imagine that's it. Yeah, but there's a difference. I wouldn't have. Stumbles ping pong. How do you have this person stand in front of you and ping pong? I think you just switch. Talk to Frank. Frank knows everybody. Like you have to hit this one. I guess. I don't know. The Olympics are interesting, but uh, it doesn't matter now because my hero is the Yankee. How long are the Olympics going on for? Another week. Okay. One more week. One more week. (laughs) (laughs) With disgust, loving every ounce of the Olympics, but you do kind of represent a good portion of the audience. It's true. Nobody. Nobody's. I don't think there's. I, I. I think I am in the majority. I don't think a lot of people care this year. Yeah, or you're the, definitely. This set of well, it's, yeah. you know, we're. Majority. You know, it's been such a mess too, as yeah. far as the coverage and the all COVID the different and all stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it's like you said too. I mean, it's uh, trying to find the games too. Yep. Yeah, oh, it's impossible I mean, it's to find ridiculous. Watch. It used to be just you just watched because that was what they gave you, right? And they they pick, but now it's too much going. Track and field has to have that. Oh, it is a thing. The four by four hundred mixed gender relay is a thing. 
Really? So we'll watch that this yes. and you will see. Well, if we can find it. You will see something <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> no, NBC will put that front and center. I don't know. I don't know. Any trouble Lady skateboarding front and center on Sunday. <laughs> We're still all banged up. Well, there was that. nothing to play on Sunday. <laughs> still a little bothered by stuff. By the way, happy one-year anniversary to uh, the train crash last year. Uh, oh, okay. The burning train that happened in Tempe that was a year ago yesterday. Is, is her quote still in I'm, there? I hope so. I was looking for it. It's the lady that said it was like looking into the eternal flames of hell. And it was just a, <laughs> it was a fire on a train track. But she's, she was get, she was a little loopy. But they showed it like they tried to amp this thing up. But every time I see that, I giggle. Did we try and send you out there? Or did we yeah, we were going to get Brett to go out there, but they said the fire was out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it was... Uh, yeah, that lady went bananas on the news. And I kept waiting yesterday when they said, one year ago today, because they're out of stuff. This happened over in Tempe. And they fixed that thing in like a week. It that wasn't that been big a deal. amazing headline. First responders put out the fires in hell. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> it was, uh, I forget, what she, was, she was nuts. I think we replaced her with OJ. I think this is, uh, this is what we replaced those buttons with. I'm just saying, Damn. Jeffrey Tubin? Because <laughs> he, was, he was jerking off on the TV. Uh, yeah, so. Anyway, did I tell you guys that Anthony Rizzo's a Yankees? Did that, yeah. that register yeah. with anyone here? That sucks just for baseball fans in general uh, that the evil empire got another one. Two of them. Yeah. The Rangers fans, do they care about? Gallo's your no, guy. Gallo didn't he play Are for you guys Italy? in no, fantasy uh-huh. football? We wanted Brett. to pick him up. Rizzo did. He played for Italy. Oh no no no! I thought you I thought you meant uh, Gallo. Oh, Gallo. For, for the White Sox. I thought that's oh, where oh, you were oh, going. Oh, I was no. like, no, 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 no. Gallo's the Italian team. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But Gallo and Rizzo going to New York. That just all of Little Italy just went. Oh oh! <laughs> look at all the vowels. <laughs> we got rid of Giancarlo Stanton. We'd be all right. But Giancarlo, I like Stanton. <laughs> Aaron Judge, I'll deal with him because he's Schwarzenegger looking. You know, I like that. You got to have a good. Big giant on you. Now we get the Rizzo. They, they we had got to the sign bomb. off on the deal too. Yeah, got to bring Girardi back. Oh yeah, this is. They this called is... the families in Chicago. I gotta make a deal with you right now for the Anthony Rizzo. He belongs in the Bronx. If he turns his pinky ring, it's okay. It's truly, <laughs> it's truly hard to think of him anywhere else. I believe you may be right. Chicago makes the deal where we send you Anthony Rizzo for Vizcayano. Is he a good kid? Are you a good kid? He's it. Let me answer that with one word. <laughs> Rizzo. Of course he's a good kid. He's raised right by his mama. Knows a good gravy. <laughs> Brutal, man. Brutal. Can't play Duck, Duck, Goose. Anthony Rizzo's dead to me. Let's just go home. I just met him out there. What's the point? What's... Hang in there. Hang in there another Thanks, week. Thanks, Brady. Thanks Foot- a lot. Football's right around the corner. Yeah, another disappointment. <laughs> it's just, it's, uh... Wow. I can't... Don't turn Are you going to make it to the East no, Stroke no, Open no. at this Unacceptable. rate? Unacceptable. 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 Can't have it. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Mike. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, heat Stroke Open's going to get rained out. <laughs> We're all going to be in masks. That, that COVID Delta thing's going to turn into some other Epsilon or something. We're all going to eat that. Die. <laughs> That's the only thing I'm rooting for at this point. Is that the Epsilon virus comes in and destroys the Yankees. I can't watch that. People email me. Are you going to root for him at least if the Yankees get there? No. No. That would be rooting for the Yankees. No. Yeah, no. But he's your guy. No, he's not. If he was my guy, he'd be in a Cub uniform. He's not. Uh. My guy. He's out of my. He's, he's no longer my guy. 
sorry. It's just on my mind. That was me with the White Sox when when uh, the Cubs were in the World Series. You are you going for the Cubs? No, I'm a White Sox fan. I'm going for Cleveland. Yeah. You stick with, you stick with your team. You stick hey, with the heritage. The entire yeah. late '90s. Randy Johnson, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey, oh, yeah. Tino Martinez. Didn't even all gone. think of that. All gone. In their prime. In their prime. Yeah. Every one to of them. To go on to win series Everyone. elsewhere. Except you're for see, Griffey. But you're, yeah. you're, you're that. But he just collapsed. Yeah. You had the best line. And I don't know if it was yours or if you stole it. But when Ken, I'm like, how come Ken Griffey's not number 30 with the Reds? He's only number three. And I think it was you that said, because he said, 10th of the player he used to be. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, bitter. But yeah, that was I. That's a wow. The Mariners never even, and then your whole team just up and left. Yes, yeah. the Sonics just decided yeah. we don't live here anymore. Yeah. Oh goodness, Griffey Some, never won anywhere, did he? No. Nope. Wow. Even with they went to even the Sox the there. Sox. Right? Yeah, well, I know. Well, yeah, that was like a that was like the last day of his career, basically. Scott Haynes always on top of it. Mixed gender track and field's been around since the seventies. Bruce Jenner won a gold medal. Ah, that's a good point. Ah. It's an excellent point. Let Caitlin run. And uh, Brady, I don't know if we did this for you, but I got an email that says, dude, I've never thought of that. I don't want to meet Jesus anymore. I was raised religious, but I think you just turned my mind. Yeah, it'll swing you. It'll move you. He's a know-it-all. Nobody likes a know-it-all. And he'd correct you all the time. You get annoyed when we mess with your, you know, grammar problems. You think Jesus isn't going to be all over that? He knows all the languages up and down. Perfect. He'd probably say it in Sanskrit. the other way. I'm like, man, Jesus can't be like this. What do you mean? Like the one I Corrected me all the time. He would be. You go up there as a flawed individual, he's going to fix you. So then I'm ready for it. Really? You want to hang out with (laughs) that guy? You wouldn't want to hang out with that guy. Brady, you made seven errors in that last statement. (laughs) You know, it'd be great in you the whole time. I thought you weren't supposed to be judgy. No, no, no. just gives you that glance. I'm the judge. See, that's the difference. You're not supposed to be judgy. Read the book. Did you read the book? I know you didn't. Ah, Christ indeed. Ah, Jesus Christ. Man, watch it with that stuff, buddy. <laughs> you might hear this. Uno. Oh, you got me again. Jesus, you ever, one card. Did you ever watch this when I blow into my hand? Nothing. When I blow into yours? <laughs> it's not funny. Do that again. <laughs> Been hearing that for so, millennia. Wow. We'll get some new material. <laughs> Every comedian's come up and blown in my hand. Well... Hilarious. Some priests. Uh, anyway. You're not funny. I thought, uh, <laughs> Jesus is a tough egg to crack. Everybody's had that guy you want, you know, you want him to like you. You get a welcome basket and yeah. everything. Here's your table. That's it. He's going to be like meeting Carpenter. It's going to be like meeting a captain of a cruise ship. He'll pop by the table. Welcome basket. What, was he Derek Jeter now or what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> So here's your gift basket. Yeah. Wow, shallow hell. DVD, <laughs> only the best. It says promotional copy only. What's this? It's holograms. I know it's coming. You haven't seen it yet. It's going to be really cool. Have you met the cave people? No. Yeah, they're really tough to get along. You're going to hate it up here, Brady. Here's the area of people who was okay to hate blacks when they live. <laughs> Brett, you're going to want to be... <laughs> Here's the area of people we let in pre-divorce. Here's a bunch of homosexuals that have recently been risen, even from the 1300s. Brady, they they look this, a little burned. You're There's in this reason. wing. Yeah. Your roommate is uh, Chief Running Water. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, that's silly, Brady. Nobody's coming up who believed in the great spirit. They never mentioned my name. You're out. Where'd Holmberg go? You have no... They built a wing. <laughs> He's got his own... I've never had someone hate me more, and I... 
why, I don't know. I Are you kidding me? Here. Listen, you'll hear him when I say it. I've never heard someone hate me more. Listen, he'll talk. Childhood cancer. Not my fault. Yes, it is. Caleb from Shriners. <laughs> Caleb from Shriners was your fault. No, he just was born with it. Your fault. Could have fixed it. Free will. I, I gave him an adorable blanket. He bothers me, so he's in the wing downstairs. Somebody's, Eternally burned. Somebody said, you mentioned this at the end of the show yesterday, the restaurant that wants to only serve unvaccinated. Yeah. You didn't say that it was Brett's people. Oh, it was an Italian. Oh, yeah. Brett, Brett yeah, watched, watched the video. The interview. I was like, right on. Yeah, yeah. Get the mask, take the cannoli. Dude that was on <laughs> CNN was making jokes, and everybody's so uptight. We can't even have fun anymore. The guy just puts a thing up in the Godfather font. Says, leave the mask, take the cannoli. I'm only serving va- uh, non-vaccinated people. He's goofing. There's no way to prove that, and it's funny. And he it's, even says it in the interview. Yeah, too. he says it was a joke. And he, and he, what he, what I loved what he said was it became an IQ test for anybody who came in mad about it. They're too stupid to eat here. <laughs> right. And then he told Chris Cuomo, and you're failing the IQ test <laughs> for even having him on. Great promotion for his restaurant. And oh, yeah. He just won over his side in a huge way, whether he's got a side or not. But, yeah, leave the mask, take the cannoli with the godfather Mario Puzzo uh, puppeteers. Yeah, this amazing. Great. We can't have fun, but those masks are coming back. Our, I mean, everybody's doing the debate. And now the big sell from the media and from uh, the higher-ups is that the Delta variant is more contagious than chickenpox. And I read this morning... When I sat down to pee, yeah, I sit to pee. I'm not an animal. I want to clean that up. It sprays all over the place. I'm 49 <laughs> years old. Uh, said that now vaccinated people are in, at, at an, this was off of a website that I have alerts from. Says that vaccinated people just as likely to get it. Uh, but the vaccine will actually stop Help it. you battle right. it, yeah. Vaccine's still doing its work, but you're still, that's why they want vaccinated people wearing masks. And you can be asymptomatic, but uh, still. I don't know what's going to happen, but it ain't going to be good. It ain't going to be good. Because people who are vaccinated are going to be like, wait, you sold me a bill of goods. I thought I didn't have to wear any of the masks or go through the nonsense anymore. Like, well, no, we didn't know that. Delta's coming. Uh, Now they're saying uh, Pfizer's getting approved for the 60 plus a third shot. Oh, you get a booster. Yeah. Yeah. Austin says, what are you going to do, Brady, when you meet Jesus? And he's shorter than you. He's a Muslim man in a dress with a yarmulke. Good times, man. Uh, yeah. It's gonna be or right. he looks like Bruce Jenner. <laughs> or, or he's morphed. <laughs> Caitlin. That dress. Been wearing the dress for a long time. Have I swung you a little bit about the whole Jesus personality? Just, uh, like, no. No? You still think he's going to be your pal? You know, what happens, you know, if you know, if I'm let down, then... then I'm, He'll know. So be it. And then you're gone. See you where I see you. Yeah. Hey, Brady, you were right about that old Jesus thing. Yeah, I know. He was a disappointment, so he came down here to visit you. It's not so bad. Great music. Hendrix and I were just talking the other day. He's got a whole bunch of new stuff he's putting out. Dude is creative. It would be tough if I, you know, you meet him and all of a sudden you hear, Told ya! (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't. He already knows what you're going to say. What's the point of the conversation? you yelling it from the... Oh, well, you hear me down in the basement, the direct pipeline that I would have. <laughs> Told you, Brady. The guy's annoying. I knew he was going to say that. Well, then, you know, you, you, he's. Holmberg might be right here. You're a little bit pushy about all you know. Only because I know all. All right. Can I meet Peter now? I knew you were going to say that. He's right behind. <laughs> I would love it if that assistant behind him with a little notebook about everybody's stuff. Just say, oh, wait, watch him light up. Brady, <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I, oh, he's a Buckeye fan. Peter's an Ohio boy. The heart of it all. <laughs> Peter was an Akron boy, I heard. <laughs> you should be a Mormon. 
because Jesus evidently traveled through Ohio for a little while and uh, you know took up shop in Pennsylvania. But Ohio was where his roots were. He left some fish there. <laughs> Brady, can I ask you a question? Sure. When I gave you the cancer, why did you have people try to take it out? Oh, I wasn't supposed to do that? I put it there for a reason. Right. Sorry? We'll talk later. Meanwhile, you're in the parking garage right now. It's called Limbo. Yeah, people don't think about that kind of stuff. I hate to ruin your religion, but when a guy who knows everything meets you, you wouldn't like him. It was the last thing you'd want to say. If I say, hey, you got to meet my new friend, dude knows everything, and he lets you know about it. He's got a photographic memory of everything, and he's just, like, he's perfect. Oh, we got one that works across the hall over here. <laughs> <laughs> Marshall? I've, yes. met, I've met Jesus. He's a, but he, Paul's, Paul's a different, though. He doesn't. He just thinks he does. <laughs> but if he actually did and he was always right, you wouldn't want to hang out with that guy. I'll talk to you. I'll talk to you about it later. I swung one guy off the fence. I'm trying to get everybody out of this mess. Live. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats today? All right, uh, Wake Up Song brought to you guys by our buddies over there at Action Ride Shop. Hit the trails this weekend. Make sure you get that bike serviced. Do you need a bike? They can sell you one. They can rent you one. They will hook you up with all the accessories you need to get out there. Plus, if you cruise in there, they have the five alarm blend coffee that we're uh, that we're uh, we're pushing on you guys awesome. right now. It is good for, so, the, for a firefighter yeah. charities, which is great. So a dollar from each bag goes to the uh, the charities. So check it out. At Action Ride Shop on Facebook as well as on Instagram. My kitchen smells like that, those beans. And actually, so does my car because I bought two bags and, and one of them the fell car? out. Well, I forgot. It fell out. And was it even cutting through that uh, bag? Cutting through the bag. The... I could smell coffee. And it was What beaten. about all that workout clothes you had? Wasn't beating that until, oh, I put, until I put the tactical black gear in there and left it in there in the humid days. <laughs> oh, good oh. Christ. Good. Uh, Keith Custer said, maybe that's why they got rid of him back in the day. He was always saying, uh, actually, uh, I'm like, you know what? Get rid of this guy. Make an example of him. This is what we do to know-it-alls. That's what the Bible cut out. This is what we do to know-it-alls. Actually, uh, what you would do. All right. Hang him up. <laughs> Sorry. It's fun for that's me. Good. I know it's tough for the Italian. <laughs> oh, this this is it. This, my parents are going to beat the hell out of this guy. Uh, a lot of stuff up here uh, having to do with uh, your boy Rizzo. Uh, Avatar, uh, let it burn for all the teams having a fire sale right now. Yeah. See a sorrow. Damn Yankees, don't tread on me for Rizzo. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Bill Withers, ain't no sunshine. Uh, creeping death. Michael McDonald, sweet freedom for Anthony Rizzo. No, it's not <laughs> sweet freedom. That's from a Sox fan. You did that. Sure. Uh, absolute no. zero, dirty. <laughs> That's not funny. It is funny. No, it isn't. That's pretty funny. Sweet. Sweet. No, it's that not funny. Painful. Brett's a Sox fan. He's loving every second. Of it. Awesome. Yeah, the dismantling of the North Side makes him happy. God dang it. The South will rise again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> South Side. That, now that's hilarious. He means South Chicago. Yeah, South Side. And it probably will never rise again unless you're talking about the South. That was actually hilarious. Do uh, they say that? Is that a thing Sox no. fans say? Oh, that should no, be a God. that should be a shirt. <laughs> oh my God, that would be a great. I shirt. know, but I couldn't. Uh, in the I wouldn't see black shirt with the white writing, the South shall and the South is and in the, the old the, school, ass, the old yeah. school writing. <laughs> oh yeah, the South side shall rise again is. Awesome. It's gold. We need to get that a shirt. You need to yeah. get, trademark that if that's not a thing already and sell the hell out of that. 
Oh. Man, yeah, rest in peace, Cubs. That Michael McDonald thing's still not funny. Sweet freedom. It's hilarious. It's not freedom. <laughs> Curse. I want to go with Sea of Sorrow. Because it's my world right now. I didn't see Rizzo. Ain't no sunshine. No, pretty yeah, no, no. good. <laughs> Damn Yankees, don't tread on me. <laughs> uh, whatever, you pick it. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It just can't be Michael McDonald. No. <laughs> Damn it. First time I've heard you turn down Michael McDonald. Nah, I normally would go with the Michael. That's a jam, bro. Mm-hmm. Not when the dedication isn't Casey's. Dear Casey, Anthony Rizzo was locked in a prison in Northside Chicago. Oh, I know who wrote this. <laughs> and now I'd like to hear Michael McDonald's Sweet Freedom. For Anthony Rizzo has been freed from the Chicago Cup. Could you play it for me, Casey? And in the meantime, tell John Holmberg to go f- himself. Signed, Brett Fest. Well, Brett, this one's for you. No, not funny. Sea of Hilarious. Sorrow. Sea of Sorrow. And it's not just for my sorrow watching a, a future statue go over to the Yankees. And you know what would be worse? If the dude takes off and he's in the Yankees, uh, that, that monument thing out in center field, and one day there's a 44. Uh, can he wear 44? That's Reggie's number. Do they know. even have 44s in New York they, anymore? I don't know. They got so many retired numbers, I don't know. Reggie's got to be retired. Mr. October? Let's look. I mean, he was only there for like six years, but what? He did, don't, Brett. This isn't funny. No. <laughs> Doesn't Billy Crystal wear a Cubs hat all through this? Yeah, he does, actually. He's a press sweet freedom, too. That he's Jesus in these years. Rather meet him. Can't you see what's going on? Deep inside your Come on. <laughs> You're selling me on it. He's the inspiration why I'm trying to learn the piano. The only reason I'm picking up piano is to, to eventually just But have... can you pull your cheeks and play piano? No, I'll, I'll get it problem. down without. All right. I can do it good enough without. It works better with the cheeks. We'll bring, the, we'll bring the chorus back. Yeah, maybe we should have the quartet it. and the squares today. Such a group. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> this one for you, Anthony. Shots. <laughs> Such a great song. <laughs> He's a generational talent, this Michael McDonald. We'll be dancing in the moonlight. I don't think I've ever seen Running Scared. I've heard the song a million times, but I never saw it. doesn't hold up. Billy Crystal starts annoying you. Right. Back in the day, it was easier to watch. All right, we're going to see Asara. For all the people who've had loyalties to a player and watched him go off and chase championships elsewhere and possibly get him. Statue players. It's just statue guys. Boom. Uh, it's Alice in Chains. It's a great song anyway. Who cares? Uh, it's uh, See Asara. It's one of my favorite Alice in Chains songs, too. It's uh, 98 KUPD. Rizzo, you bastard. 98KUPD, there you go, a little uh, five-finger death punch for you. It's 7.40 here in the morning segment. Some time now for Brady post-National Chicken Wing Day. And all the chatter of Brady hoping that we'd forget. Getting 12 piercings, one a month. And then building the calendar of Brady's chicken wing, ear wings. Yeah, and how many, how many calendars do we have already sold? Oh, I well, mean, the one dude had 50. He marked them down for 50. I had probably 20 on my email saying I'd buy one of those. I'd get one of those. They weren't confirmed, but definitely we'd talk them into it. We throw in a little cha-ching Chavez, some beer from Four Peaks, get some sponsors on this, and Brady's 
calendar leading you to the Prince Albert of Christmas. And uh, Christy oh. M.F. Simmons uh, texted right. back in. She said, uh, Brady, I will clear out my schedule to do this. I'll be gentle because it's your first time, unless you want it rough. Can we do Whoa. a te- teaser photo today? And I said it was $1,000 a piercing from me to you. Right, yeah. A real man would take that piercing money and go right to the charity and say, this is, this is, but you can keep it too. Right. If you're right. Right. Oh, yeah, that's what you do at golf tournaments. <laughs> golf tournaments give the 50-50 raffle. And I was like, of course. You know. Congratulations, you won $4,000. We raised $8,000. we are going to give four to you and four to the charity. All right, here's your other four. You know what? Give it to the charity. Yeah, half that. Yeah. Some people do. I do. Some people walk away with that check and they're like, hey. Hey. They try to do it even at the uh, ball games where you buy that cash. You know, oh, that 50-50 round? Yeah. yeah. Oh, they try to get it from you there, too? Oh, they'll, they'll mention it. Still not convinced that's real. The last few times at the Diamondbacks game, there's no mention of who's the winner. Well, there is some... Tr- like, nobody's... They a, need the money there. I've never, <laughs> I know, I know. Well, we brought it up many times. I've never met anybody who's won the 50-50 round. Never. At spring training, at a game. But at least never. at spring training, you used to see the guy in the outfield. Woo! Never. I've, I've never, I've that. never heard a, really? a woo. No, they're, they're drunk at spring training. There's a lot of wooing for okay, no reason. Well, that's true. I don't think I've ever heard a 50-50 raffle winner. My brother-in-law won it on the uh, Costa Concordia, and then it sunk. But he got his cash first. A raffle. Yeah, yeah. you buy this at is, the beginning of the uh, week. This is the lady with the banana. Yeah, there's Christy uh, M.F. Simmons. Oh, there's that's M. F. the Simmons. Jacob's Ladder. That's, she's done it on a banana to show you what. Oh, and the tip. Ooh. Oh, the tip is the Albert. That's the. Well, you got the Albert, and then this is the. What is this? The, the cross. What would they call the? Uh, oh, the impaling. No, the, the, the no, one that went around name, the yeah. Corona. Yeah, the frenum or something like that. It might be something. I've learned more about piercings in the last two days than I have in my forty-something years. Forty-something. <laughs> You're such a lady. <laughs> in my forty <laughs> years. Oh no, because it's coming up now next week. So. Yeah, that's right. Another. Which you're forty-eight. Forty-something yeah, 48. still. You're behind. Forty-something yeah. still. Uh, this one says, John, you're our homegrown hero. It would suck if you went to another station, but even if you did your show on a Christian rock station, and I would love oh, to. Man. <laughs> oh, man. After my recent blaspheming. Lightning strikes on that studio every morning. If it were real, I'd worry. Right. Trust me, folks. If it were real, I'd have been hit by now. Uh, said, even if it's a Christian rock station, I'd still tune in and then turn back at quarter after 10 and listen to Larry, Larry, Larry. Oh, now, if you leave the he said, now if you leave the valley, you're dead to me. See, it's the Rizzo syndrome. Yeah, that's right. I got a we got a, a long time ago. Good, but fat by that offer. logic, it'd be okay if Rizzo went to the Sox. Oh, didn't boy. leave, didn't leave Chicago. Uh, no, no, be, that's I know, yeah, I know. Sox that's what I'm and, saying. Yeah. yeah, a little bit, but don't ruin it. The guy was praising me. Let's <laughs> knock it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let that happen. Let that just let that soak in. <laughs> We, I, I, and, and that's the danger of, like, even I said that, like, years ago. I'm like, ah, eh. somebody somebody said, we'll give you a, a, just an ass load of money to go to Atlanta. And I remember sitting there thinking, this doesn't feel right, but it's an awful lot of money. And I felt like I could do that two-year deal in Atlanta, or I could get it here in five years. Mm-hmm. And I like it here. I might hate Atlanta, and then I get fired in Atlanta, and now I'm, cert- well, now I'm a gypsy. You will get fired. Yeah, now I'm a gypsy. All gypsies get fired. When you start chasing the cash, you end up dancing. But you know what? I regret it. I, that was a lot of money. <laughs> was a ton. Could make a nice little Vardaloo, a gypsy wagon. Is that what it was called? The Gardaloo? That's the, the Vardaloo. Vardaloo is, I don't know what a is Vardaloo it, is. That's that. You know, gypsy Gardaloo wagon? is your yeah. piss pot. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I or, think it's a what's Vardaloo. What's a Vardaloo? Look it up. 
Why do you know what gypsy wagons are called? Because we had it one day, and I remember oh. talking about the Varda hmm. That's peculiar. Pretty sure that's where it is. Uh, and, uh, all right, we'll get to the Brady Report and find out what this word Brady remembers is. I'm Brady the wordsmith. Who knew? Uh, the Brady Report brought to you by Hooters and Mick Ultra. I must uh, be spelling it wrong because there's nothing. Hmm. Just type in gypsy, gypsy wagon. wagon. Okay. <laughs> it's called an Outback. Uh, it's Friday. You can start the weekend off with happy hour at Hooters. Half off select appetizers at, uh, and a Michelob Ultra draft on special right there at Hooters from three to six. Get your weekend going today at Hooters. What is it? It's a Vardo. Vardo. V-A-R-D-O. Vardo. It's the name for wagons used by the Romani people, otherwise known as British gypsies. They come in a few different shapes and are ele- elaborately decorated inside and out. Romani's they go house. Boy, the things I learned during the Brady from report. Brady. Yeah. I know. From Brady, the well, sort of from Brady. Yeah, Brady shoots out of. <laughs> well, he, he a, got a us there from the hip. Yeah, yeah. He got us there. There's a Vardo. Brady's looked into those gypsy wagons. <laughs> You've stumbled across a few of those chasing lizards into the woods. Sweet. Oh, what's this? A tiny house? See if Toledo's dad's in there. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toledo, go away. I don't want any. That's him. Brady's. That's the guy. That's the guy. You were almost Dorothy as a kid from Wizard of Oz, knocking on these kind of doors. Blown away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, I'm a magic man is what I am. I'll take some of that elixir. <laughs> but you don't have anything in that far door for me and my dog. Well, I sure I do, little lady. I'm a boy. <laughs> okay, Brady, go. Good Friday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. We've made it. Hi. Happy National Cheesecake Day. Ooh. A little dessert after National Chicken Wings Day. I feel like we've doubled up on that one, too. Well, we've had a few. It probably has. <laughs> the National you Day Tomatoes, tomatoes, yeah. whatever. The National Day Committee, I'll take it up with them. No, he Brady. <laughs> hey, could you up it? When you say they've doubled up, aren't we really talking about you? <laughs> I see you. Got a couple of baseless fun facts. Comet tails always point away from the sun. Because they've created, they're created by solar winds. So they go towards the tail for a while. Yeah. Huh. Wait a minute. What? what? Neat. Toward the tail. I'm lost. Yeah. Well, if it's going away from the sun, the tail's in front of it. According to what Brady? How's that? Well, yeah, that's what I'm. Well, we don't okay. know because there's no air. But you're saying oh, the I see. tail there's goes yeah. forward. As it, as it so the solar wind. It's got to eventually do half backwards. its trip away right. from the yeah. sun. That's right. So as it's going there, if the cone is always going away from the sun, then it's got to chase its own tail. Skeptical, Brady. And it's because our language calls it a tail, which in our heads is always behind something. Horn in front. Whatever it would be. It'd be like a giant candy corn. <laughs> the British had 500,000 cats enlisted in their army during World War One, mostly to kill rats on ships and at bases. And so one guy could go, release the pussy, just as a joke. <laughs> One of them named Simon even got a medal of valor for surviving a brutal attack and continuing to kill rats. Sir, there's a big struggle out there with our pussy army. It's doing doing gangbusters work in the streets, but I'm afraid we're losing many, many. We'll find more pussy. What are you, a man or a mouse? Any good man could go out and wrangle pussy in the streets find of London. More find more pussy. <laughs> Sir, the attempt at having this... Double entendre joke in the military is really backfiring on us all. Wonder if that's where uh, Ian Fleming got the name for the <laughs> Could be. Woman. Well, maybe I should put you in the pussy army since you've got so many complaints. Sir, enough already. It's not funny. Even the men don't laugh at it anymore. 
The San Antonio Spurs are the only NBA team that doesn't have a losing record all time against any other NBA team. They have a winning record against, against every, every team, team. Every, in yeah. the league. They're, they're even, though, with the Portland Trailblazers. 88 and, and 88. You don't have to say the second one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me stop you there, Brady. That record would be 88 and... Your guess? 88. You have to look at his paper. Hewlett Packard... Could have been uh, could have been called Packet Hewler. Packard Hewlett. What? Hewlett Packard could have been <laughs> called Friday. Packard Hewlett. I liked your first try. <laughs> because Bill Hewlett and Dave Packard uh, did a coin flip to choose the name. You said Packet Hewlard. Packard Hewler. Hewlett. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> Hewlett Packard could have yeah. been Packard Hewlett. Yep. The names could have been reversed. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, but that, I John. thought you said but it was a coin Packet Hewlard the he first did. time, and I just messed up names. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> Probably indeed. <laughs> I don't know if you've been seeing uh, the Paris Olympic Games. They've been promoting it coming in 2024. Their logo for it is Karen. It's a it's fat like lady? Angry Karen uh, emoji, kind of. <laughs> well, it kind of is. Just a flaming lady with lips. People are taking notice. That is kind of funny. If it happens at all. A new study looked at the best places to be if civilization completely collapsed. For you doomsday preppers. Um, and the top five spots are all islands. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to have yeah. good weather. New Zealand, number one. Followed by Iceland. The UK, Tasmania, and Australia. And then Ireland. Here's what I think. Ireland. That list, you say if, if civilization and humanity just collapses on itself, yeah, is the list that will permeate through and everyone will flood those places. I would go to the place last on the list. It's like flying the day of a plane crash. You're not afraid of your plane crash. So you go to like, that's when you go to Chicago. The most populated places. Yeah, you go to the places that are the, the exodus. You wouldn't go to the last place. You, you go, go toward to like the exodus. The middle. No way. You go towards the exodus. All the places in the middle are going to get hit by the big... The big places are going to flood. So you go back towards those. And you just raid all the refrigerators. Well, that's if you... I mean, the, again, the exodus happens. Yeah. I mean, you have to wait for that. I mean, those people are leaving before that. That's why right. they're going. But to if they're saying places. they're going to New Zealand and everybody's trying to escape to these islands that are like, this is the place where civilization is going to be okay because of the collapse. You go back towards where they left. But Ireland on that list? I'm a bunch of goddamn Conor McGregor's <laughs> running around drunk. I'm out. We're not letting you in here. Nobody. They'll just be standing there with their fists. <laughs> I the dare you to try to come into our island. Look, we'll wipe your asses out. Move, midgets. <laughs> How dare you? I swear to God, I'll punch you right in the hips. As high as I can reach. My ankle. Yeah, that's right, Connor. You're all mouth. A whole <laughs> lot of you. This whole island's just a bunch of yabber dabbers. I dare you to come over here. Screaming yeah. at me like that. We'll fight. And we'll fight for five seconds. <laughs> yeah, we'll knock your ass out. Move. Drunken idiot. We're taking your island. According to a new poll, Americans love snacks so much that 69% of the people say they always bring some kind of snack with them when they're on the go. No kidding? Yep. Not me. I never have one mm. with me. You, you get snacks in the car? No, I don't. You pick one up in the morning, though. You yeah, grab a snack. every now and then. Yep. Yeah, well, I, I like I bring in nuts and trail mix here. Then you have snacks. That's what they're talking about. Yeah, but then I don't always. You're bringing them with you. 
I bring it's them on the go. here. Okay. I don't eat them on the road. Yeah, he does. Got a bowl of soup in the car. Soup, sure. Lasagna. Why not? Who doesn't have a good split pea? <laughs> good, nice ready? soup sitting there ready to go. Everybody's got something. I got a crock pot plugged in the do. back right now. That's why you bought the car. Yeah. Uh, People Magazine just talked about the Super Sour Warheads Hard Seltzer. Wow. It's nostalgic. The candy? The nostalgic drink of the summer. Partnered with a brewery in New York. That's because everyone who loved the candy is now over 21. Yeah. They've got four flavors. Watermelon, black cherry, blue raspberry, and green apple. Make it delicious for the kids. It's like flavored cigarettes, isn't it? Yeah. You get in trouble for that before. Um, Brett, you mentioned this yesterday, but we have a Castellander sighting in L.A. That's again. Right. Jetpack yeah. Man was out and about. They still they don't know who this guy is. Haven't been able to capture this guy. We do. But they know <laughs> uh, one pilot in a Boeing seven forty seven reported seeing an object that might have resembled a jetpack fifteen Over miles LAX, east of LAX, which yeah. is in the Mexican neighborhood at five thousand feet. Which means Homelander can float above the airport, and so can that guy, Casalander. What are they, Holmes? I got some more gas for my jetpack. I'm back in the air again. <laughs> he finally got it fixed. What's up, USC? I don't have to buy tickets anymore. I can watch from above. <laughs> no rims. <laughs> Two leaf blowers in a dream, SA, and I am flying. I'm going to fight crime, but I would have to arrest half of my family. I'm not doing it. <laughs> Castellander uh, is out of gas. I'll see you in five more months. <laughs> the, the fact it's that amazing he, that they can't even, they still can't track him well, down. Well, we're going to shoot him down. That's going to be the thing. At 5,000 he, feet? Be, he's becoming a risk. Yeah, you're gonna, I don't care how high I know, he is. you think you'd have time to go figure it out. Hey, I think I see a guy, a jetpack, 5,000 yeah, feet. Yeah, well, the planes are busy worrying what's he doing. And they report back, say, we got a guy in a jetpack floating around about 15 miles off to the uh, east of LAX. You guys going to shoot that down or what? <laughs> Oops, sorry, they went through one of my engines. I don't know, those neighborhoods around LAX, he, yeah. you know he's got an AK up there with him, so he's, he's, he's strapped. Castlander <laughs> is strapped. What are you looking at, American Airlines? Castlander <laughs> <laughs> in the house! <laughs> I just shut down a jumbo jet! Like a big piñata! <laughs> Only the candy was people and luggage. <laughs> I love Castlander. Him floating around out there, I'm, I'm like he's become like a folk hero to me, because yeah, he just shoots he up like over this Big weird foot. thing, hovers and lets a plane see him, and then disappears back into society. How would you find him? I mean, you have to shoot him down to get him, or wait for him to land. Yeah, and you have to know when he's going up. But imagine right, you have to know you're landing going. in L.A. I mean, you got to land in a place where no one's no one's talking. So there's plenty of spots for that. Yeah, Brady. In yeah. LAX? Yeah. No, not in LAX. No, in his neighborhood. neighborhood. They're not yeah. ratting him out. Look, dude. Jose's going up on Tuesday. Good one, I say. <laughs> Don't tell no, but that's ridiculous. You'd even think about telling. Just going to land in their above ground pool. I don't think you should go up there again, Jose. Oh, shut up. What's this? Just a couple of leaf blowers. Put some gas in it. Three and one, dummy. You're going to wreck it. I've got some science news. All right. And yeah. Hello, my friends. I'm Professor Brady Bogan, and this is your science news. That's a well-oiled machine. (laughs) Well, today. Yeah. I didn't say forever. 
Russia's new science module docked at the space station yesterday. Then out of nowhere, its thrusters fired. So the whole station slowly started spinning out of control. It spun 45 degrees before another set of thrusters spun it back. NASA claims the crew was never in danger. But at the end of his shift, the flight director in Houston tweeted, Yeehaw! That was a day. Um, they're in space, so they're always in yeah. danger. <laughs> yeah, don't lie to us and say that. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't give me the bull <laughs> of it was out of control for a second, but they were never in danger. Well, then I guess it wasn't out of control, was right. it? Because that sounds dangerous to me. You know, my car gets out of control. I'm in danger. <laughs> if I don't hit anything, I don't and say. So are people around you? Was never in danger. Yes, you were. You just didn't happen to hit it. In other space news, astronomers detected light coming from behind a black hole for the first time which seems impossible, but the black hole was bending the light. Cool. It's something that Einstein predicted, but it was never. it's never been confirmed until now. A study found puppies are born ready to interact with people. We've been around them and breeding them for so long, it's now hardwired in their DNA. No kidding. A geologist in Canada may have found the oldest animal fossils ever. They're from the sea, or a couple of sea sponges that were 890 million years ago. If they're confirmed, that's 350 million years older than the current record. That's a good get. Hmm. We got some questions in between there. Yeah. You buy it? You struggle with that. They give or take a million or so years. Yeah, you know. They're not going to be dead. That's on. the over under. And they're not picking yeah. it. It was a Tuesday <laughs> in June. They're just giving you a general time. Yeah pretty good the holy grail for clean energy is coming up with a battery that can store lots of electricity for days and do it cheaply now a company in massachusetts called the form energy may have done it their new battery can hold a charge for over four days a battery like a phone can hold an electrical charge for four days we don't have that right now chargeable batteries very rarely last that long. So that That's cha- your science news! That changes cars and all sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. Uh, Miami has come up with a new cryptocurrency, their very own. The mayor of Miami, Florida, is spotlighting the city's very own cryptocurrency. It'll replace the current cur- uh, currency that they're using, cocaine. <laughs> but they figure... Um, if it's used right, it'll generate millions of dollars for the city's economy if people embrace it. If you buy your cocaine with crypto now, Miami will be much better. Yeah, it's better. called Miami Coin. Yeah. It's called Yayo. Nothing will ever change. Google is kicking sugar dating apps out of their Play Store. The apps that are... Um, sugar dating? What is that? They're not allowed to... Uh, Exchange sexual favors for oh, sugar daddy websites? rewards, basically. Oh. Yeah, there is one called a sugar daddy, I believe. Yeah, but there um, are sugar type sites where yeah. you bone for product. Yep. It's kind of like radio and uh, plug over. It's a bartering. <laughs> it's yep. just basically like, I'll do that if you, you know, you give me a little something on the side. It's prostitution. Radio in the 80s. But who's banning that? The internet? Google. They can't stop it. They'll just call it something else. It'll just shift. 
It can, but I'm sure they'll put the uh, look. It's the oldest. It's the, the oldest profession anything. for a reason. It finds ways around all the the modern stops. It doesn't matter what technology's come along. It's grabbed hold of it. It's it's used it. It's never stopped. Just allow it, for God's sakes. There's a uh, jewelry store in Paris, Chamay, and uh, it just had someone break in there and take off with some jewels on a scooter. Got away with about $3.5 million in jewelry, and it all went down. No one saw anything. They do have video surveillance of the guy going down the street. He's got a mask on. Looks like he's wearing his suit. He's got the bag. But the reason why no one was able to get him at the time is because Jean-Claude Van Damme oh. was in, coming out of the store next to it, and all these people gathered around. It was a complete He was the distraction. distraction. Oh. People still gather around Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, he, he came out of the... Yeah, over he's there, getting, yeah. Really? He's getting some new glasses, I guess, coming out of the optometrist. JCVD can't wander around the streets and not be left alone. They love them in Paris. No kidding. In Paris, they're in yeah. different. They're in Who different. Else they got. They're in different to everything. They Nobody. They, they don't care about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Tony Jerry <Parker>. Lewis. <laughs> that was it. Tony Parker and Jerry Lewis. Those were the two. When Jerry died, they're like, "Yeah, this clearly two cares about celebrity." Van Damme just moved Jesus. up the, st- the princess moved up ladder. Princess Diana was like, "Run her all of us. She's in the way." <laughs> Depper do he would uh, create Depardieu. a distraction. Yeah. A big one. Is he alive? I don't know. Is is he even allowed out? I'm sure. Is he alive still? Yeah, but he had. Oh, some, that, he had some that body shape doesn't last long. Battling I mean, some charges, I think. Is was he? he? He had some allegations. He's a big man. What That's about- shocking. Jean Claude Van Damme like getting a mob crowd. He's seventy two. He is alive. That's shocking. Boy, I would lie. The over-under on Depardieu making in the 70s was... He has been charged with rape. Well, he's French. <laughs> Pepe Le Pew was around for a reason. There's some of that stuff. That's... Let's get to some radio videos. Mon ami. Got a couple of good ones today. Um, the first one is a guy has to go across a little canal. But he decides rather than walking around it, I'll just scoot across it on my little skimboard. Okay. Oh, boy. This is not going to end well. Skimming across a giant canal. He did it. He did it. Very impressive. That had to cut off 40 minutes of his walk time. That's a big canal. There's no bridge for a while. Very impressive. Look at that. Okay. All right. That's an Olympic sport right there. That's impressive. Yeah, I like that. Where was that? I don't know where it was. That's neat. It was Paris. He was trying to get the Jean-Claude yeah, Van Damme. Yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme is a the road. I have to get over there immediately. This is a, one of Brett's joints. It's the pizza place. A little fight goes down, and there's some cussing in it in the audio a little bit. Right. Of course um, there is. Yeah, it's <laughs> Italian. But the instruments, they get out to, uh, oh, they get boy. some weapons. Oh, man. The, okay, so this is the chefs yeah, the are yeah. the pizza. Wait, the whole crew of... Oh, yeah, everyone's involved. And there's nobody... Now, here comes the pizza. tell who's the workers and who's the customers. No one's breaking it up. Everybody get the paddle did... out. Everybody's Whoa, Oh, there's oh, a catch. Man. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, oh, now there's the... a pizza oh, board. It's, it's a scamming oh, oh. oh! He's not going flat side. Yeah, and that's oh. not it. Now bring in the ladle. Hatchet side. Oh, they're using all the kitchen oh, oh, equipment. Oh. oh, that dude takes two two in the face from the man bun. Man bun's winning this yes. fight. He's taking out the whole kitchen. There's the ladle. There's the ladle. That guy's not doing anything. 
This is the best episode of Hell's Kitchen ever. That's the guy who Shut had the pizza down. paddle. What happened? Why did you give that up? Are we done? Are we done? it over his head or something. He is again. This is what happens when you order pineapple on a yeah. pizza. Uh, and little man, little man. I love your people. After fighting for five minutes, you still put a finger in somebody's face. <laughs> That's right. You idiots are getting blood in the risotto. Oh my God, oh, that's a good, oh, that's a that's good. Awesome. Awesome. Oh, slices only! <laughs> wow, that's a melee in that pizza parlor. This is the downside of having the next one. Is the downside of having the Roomba, the little uh, robot yeah, the vacuum, one. Fake yeah. vacuum. You got a small dog. Oh, it takes the tail. Oh, it's got it. It's got your dog's tail. Turn it off. <laughs> He's okay. Well, yeah. That's pretty funny, though. (laughs) Whoa! I like it. He's He's just got to the point where he's okay with the damn thing. Don't have enough power to drag it away. Because that would be the worst, you know, when they get a hold of the patio chairs. Take off. (laughs) Well, he's looking right at it. In fairness to the Roomba, the dog could have (laughs) moved. Listen to the... Is that the dog or the girl? I don't know. That's the other girl screaming. That's pretty good. The dog's learned his lesson now. (laughs) By the way, go to our uh, Lost Our Home Pet Rescue uh, pick of the litter. Roxy is this this week's pick. I'm in love. Gorgeous little uh, pit mix. New addition? uh, No, I can't do it. I got too much going on with what's at my house, but... Roxy's got to get a home. Roxy's unbelievable. Just awesome. Sweetest oh, wow. dog. Ever. John, this is the latest fad of uh, animal showers. That's Rory. Uh, Rory, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, he got Rory. Oh, he pulled him up. Okay. Here this you is, go. Oh, this, this is, is a dude bathing yeah. in some sort of yak piss. Yeah. As it comes Washing out of the, the source. What is that, a cow? Yeah. He is washing his head and hair <laughs> while a cow pisses on his head. That might be a camel. No, it's it's a very skinny something. It's like a yak. What is that, Brady? They're like cows. Range now I don't showers. think that's a cow. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, Brady, that's a different kind of tail. legs on it. It doesn't tail. matter. He's getting what pissed on. Tail yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Like a lion tail. Oh. Yeah, we're not even, we don't even care about yeah, the guy no. getting the bath under it. Okay, they have film and technology to film stuff, and this is still how they shower. But they don't have showers. Priorities, people. you got Instagram. Yikes. Ah. Uh, that's hard to look at. Fully sanitized. That is hard to look at. <laughs> wow. Is that it? That's it. Thanks. That's a rough one. Comes out warm every time. You don't have to worry about a cold shower. Okay. <laughs> Built-in water heater. Well, you go ahead and do that on your little Wild America thing. And tell me how fun okay. it is. <laughs> oh. Uh, it's 8.07. There you go. Oh my God. Steve Burns coming in, right? Yep. Good. Burns is a sports guy, too. He'll understand the sports pain I'm in today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll talk to Steve Burns in just moments. He's over at CB Live this weekend. There goes your Brady Report, brought to you by Hooter. It's just not right. This is, you know, I've, I've, <laughs> all right, we'll get into this in a second. Steve Byrne is here. Uh, Hi. Uh, we love you, Steve. You're great. Hi. You're the best. You? I'm good. <laughs> Hi, hey. And you hey, walked in, hey, you walked in like you knew. I did. I had no idea. Okay, I, I didn't. Steve's I swear a, to God. Let me just get through my part. He's innocent. Steve Byrne uh, at CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight and tomorrow. You do last night? No, I didn't. You're just doing what? I was too busy. Uh, apparently, oh, no, 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 no. 
Making, <laughs> making big business. <laughs> we'll talk about I, I want to do a commercial because I want to get yeah. everything out of the way. I just want a full slate right in front of us just so we can go on and on together. All right, let's get out I'm, of here. And also I have to pee. So there's two guy. reasons I have to go. Yeah, we're going to pick this guy. <laughs> Steve Byrne at CB Live. We're going to talk to Steve next. Uh, it's 98 KUPD. He's in a goddamn Yankees hat. Steve Byrne is here. CB Live at Desert Ridge is where the young man is. And, of course, uh, you've been on, coming on the show for a long time. I didn't even know yeah. uh, you had a loyalty like this that you would wear such a thing. But you come in here this morning after my hour-long uh, you know, uh, dissertation, my rant, the whole thing about a fandom and sports and how you can steal away the the linchpin, the, the Mr. Cub 2.0, sure. a guy who was almost guaranteed to be a statue outside of Wrigley Field. Think of that. Yeah. Almost guaranteed to do it, and now he's in Yankees. And race. here comes this yeah. peacock walking yeah. down the hallway. Yeah, and then you peacock. Yeah, yeah. Hey, what are we doing? And you acted it's like. It's fourth radio. It's COVID. Yeah, you acted <laughs> like. cool? You didn't you know. son of a. <laughs> Here's my prediction now that Steve Byrne has done this, is that this will be, uh, this, this, you are the second to last act at a comedy club here in town before it all shuts down again because of the Epsilon. The Epsilon COVID's coming. I'm the Wuhan bat. That's right. That's exactly (laughs) it. We've brought you in. in. Yeah, because this is just code for me to say it's all about to shut down again because that's the only good thing that can happen now is that baseball has to shut its doors. Because I don't want to watch Rizzo go running off in, in New York and and celebrate. Ah, And I hope they don't, by the way. This is this is almost like your notebook. <laughs> well, that's what we were saying this morning. Yeah. A, a woman doesn't like sports. <laughs> yeah, look, you're not even going to get a word in today. A woman doesn't like, this has been my theory for a long yeah. time, doesn't like sports a lot of the times because they see what a man in love actually looks like. <laughs> And we don't do that with them. Right. We And it's sad to say it's yeah. not correct. Our loyalties towards sports right. are bigger than our friendships and our, rela- and our emotional. Yes. yes. And it's true. It's a different loyalty. It's a, well, sometimes it's just not. And some it's weird. I have a friend who's a, a comic from Cleveland named Ryan Dalton, and he cried when the Cavs won. Yeah. And his wife was happy for him, but she's like, you know He's like, what? She's How many like, things have I done? You, uh, you didn't cry on our wedding day. Nope. Yeah. Like, this is different. <laughs> Not as big well, a deal. Well, I did, but I don't want to talk about that. Here's the, thing, yeah. here's, the, here's the thing about the wedding. And this is my first thought that popped in my head is I would have said to her, I'm like, I can have another wedding day. <laughs> <laughs> this may never happen again. <laughs> That's a man's sports Game, mind. Set, yeah, match. when we're in sports mode, don't talk to me about love. This yeah. is what love looks like. It's, it's sad. Yeah, like there's a. A picture in my home mm-hmm. of Anthony Rizzo right. uh, in a prom pose with my wife. <laughs> and it's blown up. And he signed it. And Here, I said yeah. yesterday, I'm like, we've got to take that down. She goes, why? I'm still in it. I'm like, I didn't ask you to autograph it. <laughs> it's going in the closet now. He's a Yankee. It's not happening. It's terrifying. So, it's you, worst. so this goes deeper, though. Do you have a hatred for the Yankees then? Um, I don't like any teams that aren't the Cubs. I, like My sports loyalty lies like the Steelers are the team I love in football. Right. And the rest of them can go eat it. Right, I, I don't yeah. have I don't have a second favorite. I, I I have teams I hate more than others. The Yankees are I'm an American League thing. Yeah, I don't like the evil empire like most people. I will root against the Yankees in most cases. Right now I just now it's just they took my statue, man. They, they took, took my guy. You saw the office here. I got an autographed Rizzo jersey. Uh, it's just it's it's over. How long's that staying up? It's gone tomorrow. Is it? I'm gonna <laughs> donate it to a charity. Come on. Oh yeah, it's gone. Come on. That's gone. No, you can't. What? That's Roman off. Why? Off Give it time. What do you mean? Give it time. Uh-uh. You, you had a nasty. No, you have up. to knee jerk you know these what? moments. You're gonna. <laughs> <laughs> these moments require knee jerk reactions. You don't know how it works. Later in life, you call and beg for it back, just I, like women. This, this, like if it was the '80s, you'd have the uh, jersey toss. 
Vic, meet me at the 95 yep. bridge. I'm going to light this thing on fire. We're going to drop it in the, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. Tempe Town Lake. I think you got to I think you got to just take a breather. Nope. He's still a good guy. Sure. But he's in the, that that hanging on the wall in there is uh, it doesn't it's like, like having it, an extra friend something on the wall to a moment in time. It right. gave you what I you still wanted. have that. Yeah, just. But now I got to watch him do something with the, like it's like watching your ex uh, bang a guy and go that yeah, used to be mine. I got pictures of it all over the house. So looking at the pictures like being a cuck then. What would it yeah. be? Would you <laughs> it be is. all right then? I mean, like I guess the equivalent would be like Crosby if he goes. Don't go to there. If Sydney's a capital, oh. yeah. 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 Don't okay. you. Dare. Now, Crosby, now, now we're hitting your hockey. <laughs> Sid the kid, who you probably have an 87 folded jersey and some sort of shadow box uh-huh. in your house. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And it's autographed. And yeah. But you've got three cups with him. He needs to stay there forever. Yeah, you want him to retire to... Right. To but let's say he goes, no more. I don't want to rebuild this team. I got one, one last shot. I want a chance. Look, if- and they trade him to Tampa. Right, right. You don't want that. No, no one wants it would kill no you wants to see the to end up in no. Florida. No. You want um, him to stay in his house in <laughs> no. Fox Chapel and just, you know, call it a day. Unless, of course, your hero's Jewish. He's going to end up in Florida anyway. Latter here at some point. Yeah, yeah. Right. In um, Boca. Yeah, going to Boca. I, I think, like, though, like, if I was an Oiler fan, right? Right. And Gretzky brought me four cups. And then he goes to the Blues. He goes to the Kings. Right. He goes to the Rangers. It's like, I, I wouldn't take an uh, 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 autographed Oilers jersey down. I, w- I would still... Be thankful that part of the legacy, part of the greatest player to ever play the game, played. That's kind of like how I have that one up there in our office. Of Gretzky with the Rangers. Yeah. Ugh. It's still. I, 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 he retired the Ranger. He still kept. He, he, still he get a cup of the Rangers. He wasn't there with the Messier. No, 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 no. They didn't. No, Messier and, and they. That was they the had, team. They, Gardner they had a run. Yeah. Messier and all those guys were. They brought all those guys back. But you know what happens when they go to the Yankees? Nothing. That's true. Nothing. And even when they when they get it, if they win the World Series, it's almost kind of like not legitimized because it's almost like they paid for it. Yeah, but they Tom Brady as a Buccaneer is tough for like because I can't because I've been all over I've been all over people for like cheer Patriots fans who cheer for the Bucks. Oh, like, right. that's rough. I that's played you the Matt. Damon. Matt Damon, Damon, who's like I'm a Brady fan first, and he's just pissing off all. I mean, like, and you, he said you, so on the you ride or die. Go Bucks! It makes your loyalties. Oh. It makes your loyalties questionable as a fan, as a man, a man, Steve as a man. Didn't you wear a pirate? I leave hat? a lot of hair on the soap. Yeah, on Sullivan oh, and Son. Weren't you wearing pirates hats on that show? On, Didn't on you have what? pirates gear on your TV show? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, all through the Pittsburgh bar. It yeah, all, it was all garbage wise. It's all. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> the veil is lifted, man. Yeah. <laughs> Solomon and lies. Take, take the, yeah, that's exactly what yeah. it was. I love the Bucks. By the way, let's talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. I am a huge <laughs> fan. <laughs> they just won, right? <laughs> love them. Love them. You should wear a, after the show to, to get out. Yeah, you know, what I feel bad about right now. My shoes are. Antetokounmpo's. I wear Giannis Antetokounmpo's. They're great shoes. Oh, yeah, the yeah. Nike uh, freak shoes. And I feel right. a little bit guilty about that. So you really, like this, it, it's not like you're not doing this for it. You like legitimately are pretty oh, it's, darn bummed. It's, you, you, come to my house and take a look at Cubs uh, wall. I built a sports bar at my house just, it, it just to hang like stuff. It sounds like you're going to end up on Dateline killing I, this guy. No question. No, not Anthony Rizzo. Like, maybe the, fan? Maybe wearing the GM. his skin. Look yeah. out to narrow. Uh, I would <laughs> yes, wear a skin. Right. Well, I interviewed him two times for this thing. Yeah. As a, as a Super Cub fan, uh, spring training comes around, and then the second year he's like, let's do that again for this product he endorses. And, oh, asked, and asked for me, and I said, you know that makes us best friends. And joking around, he goes, yeah. I said, you can't go anywhere. He's like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I won't. Cause you, and I said this earlier today. That for the ver- I was a person. 
who interviewed him and introduced him as the Chicago Cubs uh first first world champion first baseman since Frank Chance. Right. 1908. Wow. And I'm like, that's something to us. That's is, something yeah. to us. And now he's like, ah, Yankees, Yankees. I asked for a trade. I got to try and go to the Yankees. He's like, what a payback. Would you, would you have been happier if he went to a smaller market team or because it's no. evil? Just, he yeah. needs to stay a Cub. See, I, I agree with you in understanding the, you know, what a championship means to the city yes. of Chicago. Because I was living in Chicago when they won their second Cup. And oh, yeah. the Stanley Cup. Yeah. And, and just seeing how Chicago Crazy. rallies. The buzz, the vibe. Yeah. My buddy Dave Boland, uh, who's third line center, you know, shutdown guy. Um, yeah. He won the Cup and he was the only Cub. He was the only uh, uh, Blackhawk to stay in Chicago over the course of the summer. Yeah. And we, we got to know each other quite well. And <laughs> he gets a day with the Cup, right? Which I think is the greatest tradition in, in, in all the sports. Yep. Totally First agree. off, the Stanley Cup looks like a trophy. Like the it's lum- six feet tall, it's huge. The other ones, they look like sales trophies. Right? You know, like yeah. the, the, <laughs> a tea cap. The one you win. The one the you win. Basketball ones are the worst. Oh, it's horrible. It looks like the oh, one like we got in little. League. But baseball, it's yeah. like somebody's going to poke their eye out with this thing. Yeah. You can't celebrate with that. No. And then the the NFL one, it just like it looks like some Merrill Lynch would give out for like a great fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. But like the cup looks like a cup, and then there's men holding it up, yeah. and you get to go take a victory lap. It was so cool. And you got to do that. No, oh, you were no, no, part no. of it. No, no. So, so uh, Dave, uh, Dave, Dave gets the cup right, and so Rocky Wirtz, the owner of the of the um, of the Blackhawks, says, "Look, Dave, whatever you do, do not take the cup to Wrigley." He's like, yeah, "I'm not going to take the cup to Wrigley." He's like, "Listen to me, Dave. You do not take the cup to Wrigley." He's like, "I will not take the cup to Wrigley." <laughs> Flash forward like Ferris oh, Bueller, no. right? Rocky Horse is watching the Cubs game. And there he is. And Bolin is on one of those rooftops. Yeah. He's, he didn't take it. Oh, he didn't yeah. Get it. He did. Yeah. So he's sitting there and he's chugging and he's pounding and he's having the time of his life. The spectators see it. He's holding the cup up. The <laughs> oh, whole no. place goes crazy. The game stops for a second. He had to get a police escort out of Wrigleyville that day. Because the cup was home. Because the cup was oh, home. Yeah. Man. And I just saw, I was like, wow, that's what that's what it means. Yeah. It, it means something it's a different. little more special. The fans are fans. Fans are were passionate and emotional. I don't know the players know that as much as they should. Yeah, like there's never like never a meeting between owner, GM, agent, and player going. What would the fans need here? What are we going to do to to not crush them? They don't have those talks. It's all business. It's all business. And meanwhile, well, it's not. Mental for us. health is very prevalent. So let's very talk true. about the fans' I the, I, mental health. I got people. the twisties. Oh man, okay. did you, you line up this week? The twisties. That's good. Steve went on Instagram this week and uh, cool. made. I, I, Losing followers. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Rapidly. Good. We talked about this on the Caliendo cast. You're one of the last ones that's like, come get me. Which, which is just great. I don't care. Yeah. And it isn't about not caring. Well, you don't care about them because you I, have yeah. a right to say what you want and feel so long as it's not malicious and, and awful. Right. And that's exactly it. When you get funny. offended yeah. at a joke, grab a box of tissues yeah. and take a lap around. I just don't care. Right. It is a joke. It's gotten so, you can't make a joke. It's like, it's not about mental health. It's no. about the situation. It's just a She walked away from the situation. Yes. I, I personally think it's going to start turning into every time someone has a bad day. They're going to blame mental health, and we won't be able to say, oh, oh. yeah. So you, you go out there and you get the yips. It's like, I got mental health issues, but I'll sit and watch the team from the dugout. I'm just not going to play. And you're going to walk away. If Tom Brady did this in the Super Bowl and said, I just don't feel it today, coach, send me out. I don't feel like playing. It hurt. My, yeah. I got the twisties. My, my head's not in it. You'd be like, this guy's a mental basket case. We can't trust him. Right. Of course. That's how sports has always been. So sports, it's different. If And firefighters emailed me like crazy saying, you're right. 
I can't walk away because <laughs> right. it's just not there that I don't day. feel like fighting this fire. Me- mental health is something you're not used to. It's not supposed to be an excuse. It's supposed to be a reason. An excuse is like, I just I can't do it because of this. And that's what bugs me about Simone Biles' thing is we're so quick to say. And you tweeted out something. I don't remember what the joke was. Oh, I said I wanted, to, uh, I wanted to write something funny about Simone Biles, but the pressure got to me. <laughs> and people, and man, people here got it comes. To, yeah. Did you get a good one? Here comes the did tsunami of yeah. <laughs> What was your what? favorite? Did you expect that? Uh, the I mean, the comics yeah. just Yeah, at this point, in. it's just like, okay. It, even like comics, like, uh, you know, it's so funny because you can see where, like, who liked yeah. your stuff. And, like, the last, over the last year, like, all my comic friends are like, see ya. <laughs> your <laughs> brand like, liability. Too hot. Too hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like Ovechkin scoring his 50. I can't hold my stick anymore. <laughs> it's just like, ooh. Um, but I, I just think it's, it, it's, gotten, it's gotten so out of hand because – Unfortunately, everything's tethered politically now. Yep. You know, the minute it happened, I go, I go. The left's going to back her, and yep. the right's going to vilify it. Yep. But somewhere in the middle, everybody's going to have a feeling about this. And I'm a father of two. Yep. My daughter's nine. My son is about to turn six. And every time we play hockey, every time they're riding the bike, every time we're doing something physically active, if you fall, what do you do? They go get back up. I go don't, and they always say quit. It's yeah. like it's like repetition. I've drilled this in right. my head. So. When my wife was watching the gymnastics with them, I was just like, well, you know, the le- I-, I wasn't there that day, but it's like I would have said to my daughter, I go, Livy, don't. And she goes, quit. Yeah. You know? And there's and there's something to the idea of saying I'm just not here today, and it's it's almost more uh, impressive to say I didn't have it, and I went out there and I gave it. And, my you, best. and you took a roster yeah. spot from somebody else. Yes. You nullified somebody else's yep. dream that somebody, you know, worked their butt off to for yeah. their whole life for that moment, and you took it away from them. So it's yeah. like it's 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 more complicated than on the surface. But I think it's funny because the COVID pendulum of entertainment has swung so far with. The Jordan Doc. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're all glorifying, wow, what a leader. Right. Look at that. No BS. To now we're coming out of COVID and we're entertained, obviously, with the Olympics. And you see this and it's just like, I, I'd err on the side of caution. I, yeah. I'd, I'd want Jordan in my locker room. I, I, of I course. Would. When it comes to, that's what my point was with this whole thing. The when it German comes, uh, judo coach. With slapping coach. that lady around. Yeah, he hits oh, her before the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've said that too. With sports, it's different. With sports, it's totally different. Part of the deal is, yeah, you can have mental health issues. You've got to overcome all of it to be considered the goat. The second she sewed that little goat on her leotard, she announced, I can do anything at any time. Nothing yeah. can stop me. Because I'm the greatest ever. We learned that from Michael Jordan. That documentary was basically like, I didn't care what was going on. Yeah. Fever 104 or whatever. And I still went out and won a championship because I overcome everything. And that's a message to people with mental health issues is that don't let it stop you. It shouldn't shouldn't make you go the other way. Don't quit. Because that particular decision right there will be terrible. Well, I think for a long time. You're seeing the, the, the opposite of that with Conor McGregor. You know, Conor McGregor, he got destroyed. Yep. By Khabib. Again. And then he gets <laughs> beat by Dustin Poirier. Yep. And so you're seeing this invincibility, the swagger coming in. It was like, oh, my God, this guy's great. He's tribal. He's outspoken. But he backs it all up. Right. And the minute it all kind of fell apart, now you're seeing this other breakdown in terms of mentality yeah. of, of his changing game. Where it's like he's going to places like where his uh, crap talking yeah. crazy kicks not. Up. Yeah, on no. on par with what he was doing before, and it's just like I, I think mentally you're seeing somebody really break down before yeah. our Mike eyes. Mike Tyson, 
talking about DMs and your wife yeah. and all that stuff. It's like before it was fun. It was creative. It was like yeah. it was a bravado behind it. And creativity. Yeah. That when he was doing the press conferences, the press conference weigh-in tour with yeah. uh, Mayweather and, and the one in Toronto, that was one of the most entertaining, almost like roast battles yeah. yes, I've it was ever unreal. seen in my life. He was so good. And then you see him get his butt whooped. And then you're seeing this mental spiral go yeah. down a different path. It's like, ugh. well, I think you're seeing the act get revealed, like with yeah, Tyson. Yeah. Tyson was all extent, show. Yeah. We, I, I've often said that I think Mike Tyson is the most overrated heavyweight fighter of all time. He never beat anybody good, ever. He didn't. Uh, yeah. You look at you look at his record. Yeah. Like, he lost to everybody. The difference between Ali, you wouldn't know that at the time because he yeah, was just you a would. beast. Well, because he was beating him so badly, average, so quick. But so I mean, but those it was an are professional. Boxes, sure, but but to decimate them all because we remember. Look, yeah, uh, I mean, we we remember that time and period where he, no BS, comes out in black, doesn't talk, just comes out and literally within the first round. Yeah, that was the thing. How long is it going to last? How long is it going to last? And that was the paper. That was the beginning of pay per view too. Like, why am I going to spend that much money to watch watch a thirty second fight and And not know the undercard constantly? But the thing for me, not to say he wasn't a good fighter, but he's the most overrated. And the act sold it. Like when he became, you know, Iron Mike, and he right. was the, he was the sweet kid at first, and then he kind of was like this off the hinges guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he became the one that was like, I'm going to eat your children. He's biting off ears and everything else. You started to see that that's a that dude's not home. And right, then right. It, then he realized that sells tickets because that's the only thing he was losing fights, and he was still selling sure. tickets. Conor McGregor's the same way. You're Trying losing to reinvent fights. Him He's on his back, creating the hype a little well, bit. Conor's yeah. on his back, talking trash. With a broken leg. With a broken leg. And yeah. that's when you're like, oh, this is all in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're not real. And I think that's when the, the audience doesn't like to be fooled. We like the game. We'll play the game. We don't like to be fooled. So that's when Connor kind of was that. Yeah, uh, you saw the, 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 we saw the wizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. The curtain, the curtain was, was like, removed. Oh, yeah. boy. Leave yeah, it to Jake and Logan Paul. They'll handle it. Yeah, that's we'll going to be back the future of sports. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, the pendulum will always swing back <laughs> with two Ooh. blonde dudes yeah. from Ohio yeah. with no talent? Well, yeah, I'll go with Marketing? that. Marketing? Yeah, well, they're excellent at that. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, they're it, boxing has never said what we need more of is Nordic what looking. What are they famous? Bo- I don't even know what they're famous for. Uh, yeah, I don't either. YouTube, YouTube I think. Well, no, I mean, well, they're, I mean, definitely but... the, the social media thing, but yeah. I don't know what they did that makes them so entertaining. I have no idea. Me neither. There's a ton of those, though. That yeah. McBroom kid, I don't know who that is, but they shut down Beverly Hills because he showed up outside and 40,000 people showed up. And I'm like, really? they had to close Rodeo Drive because there were too many people on it. What is he? You don't know what he Okay. Does a podcast. Yeah. And he, he wants to fight other podcasters, which I think is interesting. Like Podcasts, the only way they get notoriety is if they fight each other. Well, they tried stand-up comedy for a while. Yeah. A lot of them. And, oh, uh, really? That, oh, yeah, yeah. And learned they I weren't. mean, ask, ask anybody that runs a comedy club. They, they have these YouTubers come in at, and they'll do a noon show. And then the show is who knows what it is, but there's no show. Right, like the fans are there. They literally they just want a picture. Yeah, yeah. for valid validation. So weird. After get That's get through it. your yeah. presentation, yeah. let's get yeah. to the picture. So what you're exactly. saying is you... it's the opposite of everything. And I they sell more. <laughs> right. It's like I'm here to do morning radio. Yeah. I work vampire hours to promote a show and get drilled because I got a Yankee hat when I was in Times Square. With my son two weeks ago, and I'm trying yeah. to huck tickets next to a Journey cover band this yep. weekend. Okay, <laughs> is that happening? Oh, it's at CB Live. It will be. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I'm gonna hear, you're gonna hear. Don't stop believing. Okay, you're gonna hear. Don't stop believing. At least faintly, times. and it's yeah. just annoying enough to make you go, "Oh, there's that." And then you can't help it. I was at Melissa Villasenor the other night and watching her do stuff. 
And uh, she had a quiet moment, and you could hear the band, and they were doing Boston or something. And I started to do that. Marianne, walk it away. I'm at the table singing yeah. the thing in the other room. Like, that's what that is, isn't it? Because you're playing Name That Tune in the other room. Right, right. So you have to be really good and keep the crowd Well, th- I think No pausing. This one, though, is actually pretty darn good compared to the other one. Because this one... Because at Stand Up Live, you can kind of hear it. Yeah. But at CB Live, they, they like soundproof that weird yeah. accordion. Yeah, that wall yeah, yeah. is pretty so good. Yeah. Kind of neat. So when they open it up, it's, yeah. it's for sure. But on. the key to it is making the audience laugh. And you mentioned that your son was with you in Times Square. I hope your son gets traded <laughs> to another family. Oh, we went there. That's exactly what my <laughs> love <laughs> we feels. Yeah, that's you're, exactly. You're, I hope that someday. Is Rogan going to interview you now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would hope <laughs> someday. <laughs> you're just lashing. Yeah, I am. I'm, I I'm angry. I'm in a corner. I'm in a corner. Yeah. And that's it's the hat. It's the hat. You said Times Square. You brought up New York again. You know You're what I'm going to do? I hope you know your son gets traded to a Mark better family. Mark my words. Mark my words. Mark my words. Okay, a go. year from now, I'll oh, be back, we'll and be I'm here. coming out full-on pinstripes. I'm going to wear his jersey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to find his cleats. I'm going to wear his okay, cleats. That's hey, fine. guys, what's I'm gonna going wear on? And you'll wear a photograph with my wife. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm all for yeah. that. Yeah, it's just a different animal. Uh, Steve Burns at uh, CB Live at Desert Ridge tonight and tomorrow. You can go to cblive.com and get them. All this other stuff that's going on in the world. Like the, the fun thing about your Instagram was, and I love that, and I don't have social media. I won't get on it, but I get told, and people, and Brady let me know about your thing, and I looked into it, is that uh, I think comedy is going to be the thing that brings that back to middle. I think you guys have an unbelievable. <laughs> I do. I think give it time. Somebody else would take time. credit for it. No, but I'm like I think trying to push back. This is it. I think the world of comedy has to be the safe place for everybody because most yeah. of us are normal. Most of us can take the joke. Most of us can do it. And it's going to be you guys who have your Instagram and have your stuff that have to stop bowing down. So you can finally see yeah. to the stuff. Get over it. To well, that yeah. person that that is all fired up and like right. you know what, what I'm getting. I got so much flack for this one. You know, as a comic, it's like I'm getting calls and texts from comics saying you can't say that it's like guys you're the last person that should be yeah, saying this absolutely you, you, beyond it now now granted the people that are saying it are extremely progressive comics sure. in the field of unlikable like being friends with you know writers on very important uh late night talk shows which i'm not going to mention or whatever you know and Come we on. all know like all of them are so left and yeah. i'm just a comic that I, I mean, I get I get flack for it in L.A. I get flack for it in New York, but I'm like, it's punk rock to not like kowtow to the government. Like, yes. I don't believe Obama as much as I don't believe Trump. Like, I just don't like either of them because they're such full of BS. But yeah. you guys keep drinking the Kool Aid yeah. and you keep getting disappointed every four years. It's like, why do you? Th- it's an We've endless made cycle. Comedy just tell political. Joe's to settle down. Yeah, tell, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> but that's the thing. We've made comedy like you have to be left or right to like a guy. And you're oh, like, yeah, like yeah. and that's the crazy part. It's like you're funny or you're not funny. I can watch somebody that says stuff I disagree with if the jokes are good. I don't care. Yeah, like I don't like either of them. That's yeah, the thing. Me too. I just don't like either of them. I think they're probably decent people at the end of the day, but once they get on and they're soapboxing for a side, I think that especially now the divisiveness. Oh my god, is so out of hand that if you you know, tweet or post something that uh, aligns with the right. I, yeah. I, I'm losing followers all the time. Yeah. I'm losing comic friends all the time. I had a friend, a very, very good friend of mine. Name him. <laughs> Maybe I will. All right, go. I had a good friend of mine. <laughs> Owen Benjamin. Over, well, <laughs> he's my Rizzo. <laughs> he got traded. <laughs> he's traded to the evil empire. Just play that. To the yeah. dark side. Oh, yeah. To the dark side. Um, I still love him. I still love him. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, it's hard to I want to be photographed with him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but 
But I had a good friend over COVID. He had posted. I had posted something, and he had an issue with it. And then I called him because he had texted me. But then he posted something that I was just like, I, I. My point was, I think I thought that the Capitol riots were just as destructive as shutting down the city of Chicago for forty eight hours, lifting all the drawbridges because BLM was tearing through right. uh, Michigan Avenue. And I said to me. The optics are no different. True. And if anything, I think barnstorming a federal building, I'm shocked it didn't happen earlier because the government was so lax in yeah. giving everybody some relief over yes. COVID. And so for me, it was like if it happened over that, I would have been happy. But but I, I was like, I, I just think that they're both as destructive. Yes. And I, I think they're both Incorrect ways to handle an issue. Embarrassing, yes, yes. for the country. Yeah. And he said he was basically vilifying – you know, the Capitol riots right. saying saying that's horrible. Here's why BLM stuff is justified and walking me through it. And I was open to hearing him sure. out, right? Now we got we were spiraling and then we got to the point of like, well, who did you vote for last election? And I told him, I said, Look, I didn't vote for either candidate. I went and voted, right, but I didn't vote for either candidate because I didn't didn't buy into either I one. I didn't buy into either of them. And he absolutely flipped out. He said, I can't even talk to you anymore. I seriously, I, 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 you're, the stupidity of that statement, he said, I just can't even be friends with you anymore. I said, Jesus. I said, here's the thing. Um, I said, over the course of COVID, I've called you maybe five or six times to say, right. I miss seeing you at the comedy store. Right. I miss hanging out. I miss catching up with you. It's Roy Wood. And I, no, no, no. Damn no, it. No, no, no. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about is the and people I, could be. And I, um, <laughs> I said, I, I, you know, so you can say that to me, and that's fine. I don't have any ill will towards you, but I know this. You may think I have certain beliefs, but I've been a damn good friend to you. I've Beautiful. been a great friend to you for years. And if you're willing to lose a friend over the fact that I didn't vote for your guy, yeah. Yeah. it's like, then fine. Yeah, so that's be it. stupid because it's political. Now, I'm not yeah. friends with you anymore because you're a Yankee fan. And that's normal. <laughs> that's a reasonable that thing. Sense. That makes tons of yeah. sense. At least that means something to me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. No, who is it? God, you got to tell us. It's so interesting when people do that. I could tell you off the air and then you could say it on no, the air. No, but then what's the difference? I'd rather hear from you. I'll, I'll give you his initials. Okay, I'll guess that. Neil Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> I love Neil. Neil's hilarious. How is Neil? I know. How wow, is he Neil? got that fired up. Oh, Here's hold on, though, because Neil. Neil, Neil made a career with Chappelle as a guy who totally kicked the can out from under everything. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, so saying any protests are one way or the other, this guy should be for all of it. Yeah. Like he's not a system guy. Or at least he wasn't. No, look look, he's also somebody who pops in on the Daily Show quite often, you That's know, true. to pontificate and go down that rabbit hole and uh Well he can have his beliefs, but the bottom line is like he has to also realize that this is not a we're not in a linear thing with one person's thoughts being the only ones that matter. Yeah, it was it was a bummer. But here's the thing: like, I know for a fact if I'm at the comedy store tomorrow, and Neil and I are in the hallway before our sets, I know he'd be the first to walk over and give me a hug. Okay, we just haven't seen each other since it all went down. I, I don't like to air these things right. publicly, you know, because I like to. She did a great job, it. though. Yeah, <laughs> did a great job holding back on that. Right. Well, can't wait for when that's he comes my back. olive branch. Okay, well, I would just like to. Neil's here right now. If you yeah. guys want to help out, Neil, come on. <laughs> Jerry, said, yeah, yeah. Jerry, and he's in a gig. Exactly. Well, no, there's nothing wrong with that because it's you know, and he's not wrong either because well, it's his thoughts. But that's the thing. Like I respect his beliefs, right. and even when he was talking to me about the justification of BLM, I was like, okay, I understand that. Like I get it. I I totally understand your perspective, and there are things that I certainly 
you know, that he'll say that I'll be like, I agree with that. I, yeah. I, I totally get that. I think that there is just an absolute door shut, padlock it, zero tolerance to thinking yeah. anything else from this perspective, right. from my perspective. Stay you know? in your, your and bubble. I, I hate to say this, but I'll, I'll say it. As a comic, I find that more often than not, when you go into more progressive-leaning cities like yeah. San Francisco, Los right. Angeles, there is less of a tolerance to hear a perspective from oh, the yeah. other side as Which opposed to going comedy. to – Yes. Yeah. Like you could go into Houston and dump on Trump for 30 minutes. And if it's still funny, They'll they're going to laugh. They might bother you afterwards. Yeah, but it's even it, but still, I've had yeah. people after shows going, going, you know, he's my guy, but that was that was really funny. Right. It was really funny. You can laugh at him. Which is right, great. Yeah. The echo chamber can kind of have a moment. Yeah. Neil and I will get an organic kale smoothie and have some tofu and have some laughs over this at some point. <laughs> Step yeah. over some homeless on the way <laughs> yeah. back to the hotel yeah, yeah, and say yeah, everything's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. fine. <laughs> yeah. If it wasn't for mental health issues, there would be no comedy. And that's going to be a new thing that I think this is going to be bigger than, oh, than we think it is. It's totally gonna, agree. It's going to become a new caveat, a new excuse. But I think that, you know, I, I think it makes us go back and appreciate those. Like like uh, Jim Kelly should be like, <laughs> good like God, the face of mental awareness. Uh, that guy went to four Super Bowls and lost consecutively. All of Meanwhile, his kids, uh, his son Hunter, had some disease no one had heard of, and the yeah. guy's got to deal with that in his personal life, and then still managed to be and one he of the overcame. Best he did, yeah. What was it? Throat cancer? Yeah, I think it was jaw and throat. throat yeah. yeah, yeah, mouth. Because he mean, chewed too much. If still. anybody had an excuse to go, you know, I, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. I get the twisties. It'd be him. The twisties. <laughs> the twisties. It's cute, such right? an adorable thing to quit yeah. the Olympics over. Yeah. I find that to be, yeah, I don't like the excuse side. I think that's so true. And I think it's going to become a crutch. Especially when you're there because that's what it's about. Well, It's yeah. overcoming the pressure. Everybody's that's under pressure. That's what separates yeah. the legends from us. It's yep. that one shining well, moment. From us. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're just well. Lump me in that. Oh, you mean Bray? He looks yeah. like a cubicle worker, but we look like we could have played somewhere. We could have. Yeah, yeah, people might confuse us. Were you Jay Buhner? At one, I'm like, yeah, I was Jay Buhner. This guy like, doesn't have the twisties. Weren't you the girl? No. That, yeah. No, uh, I eat the churro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Twizzlers is what you get a case of. Yeah. People confuse you for maybe like, weren't you a great golfer or something like that? At one point, maybe people. No. Yeah, I, I, I wore the Reebok pumps. So I was Michael Chang. <laughs> <Weren't> you <laughs> you're a, you're a, tennis. You were a mathlete, weren't yeah. you? I was a mathlete. That's right. Yes. Yeah. I was the uh, probably that was really B champ. <laughs> <laughs> Brady people walk up to him and say, "Weren't you the girl that licked the wallpaper in Willy Wonka?" Like, oh, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. What else is going on here? Well, COVID treated you okay. We're done. My, my prediction is you're the second to last act that goes, uh, and then we're shutting her down again. You think so? I think it's gonna. I think we're gonna start hearing crazy soon again. When I think what's I, gonna because L.A. County. Just went to mask mandates. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna come into flu season. Yep, and uh, that's the one thing I, I wonder. I was like, is it gonna come back? Are yeah. we gonna go into at least seating capacities? But do you foresee oh. a potential shutdown? Yeah, I think you the think over. So? Well, I, I've I, I've said for uh, after two, Lollapalooza this yeah, weekend. We'll get that out of the way. We'll get that out of the way. <laughs> after the last year, I've been saying this is a dress rehearsal. This one's not so bad. Oh, you think? I think COVID was the it was can't the, be was a dress rehearsal. Got... Well, right, but the next one that comes, we're going to fight so hard against anything they say. I think, people and it's going to be the real one. It's going to be the big one. And what what we need in this planet? Know which is true. tweet this, tweet this, because what we need in this planet is about two billion off. And I think the Earth is going to shake, shake. There's, she's shaking. <laughs> do that tweet that. Done. Yeah, I know. <laughs> shake us off like fleas. Mother Nature doesn't lose. We're yeah. fleas. A flat the, death tax, fifteen yeah. percent across yeah, the board. Every I think two billion getting off is fair. 
two billion. We sustain about five billion. We can do that. We got about seven and a half right now. We need a two billion, and this thing's coming to get us. Well, that's uh, it's like it's India. Right. Well, we can't. Well, we, that's called genocide. I don't want to eliminate one. <laughs> you see, you're right, different. Now we got to go to the Holocaust Museum after this. <laughs> Guys, don't take I'm sorry. I didn't mean it. It was just the thick of the moment. Right. <laughs> it just I blame it. Anthony Rizzo. <laughs> he was in a mood. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying it. But like, you the, really think we're going to shut down again, though? I think we're going to try, and I think I think they're going to try. The, the, the masses, not- the masses will fight immediately. And this, the 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 first one wasn't so bad. We could have just cooperated with each other and been all right because it's really kind of just a bad flu. Right. We could have been, let's just do what they say, keep the hospitals clean. This next one is going to be the one that goes, no, nah, this one actually gets you. And people are like, I'm not doing anything they say. They lied to us first. And I maybe the bad. only reason that it could because, you know, for a lot of places, the way we rebounded mm-hmm. after being shut down economically right. was a lot quicker than right. they anticipated. It was wildly so, look, inconvenient. We could do this again, yeah. maybe. That you miss me. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to need me back, everybody. Um, why he's campaigning yeah. i mean it's crazy he's still president in some places in his yeah party. i yeah. think it's it's crazy that the social media outlets like got, like tal- the taliban's on twitter yeah and they got yeah he's trump. not allowed trump like, can't talk i think that look as a comic and i've had this debate with many of my comedian friends i'm like look i don't care what you think or say but it's just, it's still wrong that they kick this guy yeah. off it, it's wrong that they kicked him off social media and, and, and I don't know. I, I got I got big issues with that. And there's a Huge. lot of comments like, no, he deserved it. It's like no. you're, you're, you're forgetting the principle of this. You're thinking about the man. I understand you don't agree with his ideology or whatever it might be. There's the brashness or yep. whatever. But you, you still. The Klan has a right to speak. In this, all these other organizations it's, it's that you're talking about. It's awful. But it's, yes. it's and that's what, why I'm here today. A, my exactly. actual appearance. <laughs> We're going to. You got the cross all ready to go. Yeah. We got some uh, petrol in the back of the car. But man, did I find no, a nice piece I, of wood. I, I hate that. I hate some of the things that people have to say, but they have a right to say it. When they act, yes. that's different. And again, it's like there's always this fall outrage, yeah. right, in the media. Oh, my God, the Klan's coming to New York City. Right. It's like, why are you giving it any gravity? Because yeah. we all know in New York City when the Klan came, there was maybe 30 people marching down the street. Yeah. Right. There were like 2,000 yeah. on the sides. Like, guys, that's the point. We, we won. Right. Like, visually, just look at the optics. We won. It, it's yeah. fine. Stop giving it fuel. You know? Well, I've been against the civil rights movement because I think it identifies racists faster. It made it illegal to be racist. But without it, you could put the sign that says, I don't want this, this, or this in my business. And then right. you're like, now we know. Now we know. So there is, right. there's, yeah. I, I think everybody should, I don't think there should be any like ramifications on what people well, say. Well, race is a whole bucket of work. I mean, now you got critical animal. race theory. And I think critical race theory should be taught in schools because there are benefits to it. I, I think that it, it, it's the quickest way for grade schoolers to learn division. <laughs> Boom! Boom! Again, a math joke. Ladies and gentlemen, on, that's, that's just that's uh, that's what we call the pink spoon in the biz. It's called a little taste, a little sample, a little hit. You want the Sunday? There's 31 other flavors here. Come on, the yayo. So let me just guess. During his critical race uh, theory talk, an Asian made a math joke. Really? <laughs> really? This is what I have to close I with? I can't disappoint. <laughs> you don't. I'm not here to disappoint. It's always good talking to you. We, did, we went on for like two hours on Caliendo's podcast that one time. It was just great. It's fun that was talking. fun. Yeah. So uh, it's always good to have you. You've been doing this for a long time. So. The happiest man on the pl- on the planet, Frank. Frank? Oh, yeah. without yeah. Weston, <laughs> there's nothing about that guy. That look, my internet password is not Frank Caliendo. Is difficult because I'm uh, I'm honest about it. It's a it's a, it's a joke, right? No, it's always at his house. 
Frank Caliendo is difficult as the internet password. If you're is it really? Yeah, I made it that. Because <laughs> every, everything's a hassle. I I mean, literally one of the flawlessly entertaining yeah. guys and so gifted and so talented. Just one of those guys that God just went bink, just touched and yeah. it's like and it made his face fat. <laughs> when God touched him, it made his face bigger. <laughs> Skinny fat. He's, well, he's got the skinny body, and then they play. He's like one of those uh, books that had three pages, and you turn and make different things out of it. Yeah, he, his face is wrong. It's not right for the head. That giant head of his. Yeah, he's Massive. got like a. Uh, well, he's got like the body of a real of a, like a, a state champion wrestler, mm-hmm. but then the face of a, a truck driver. You know, it's like. <laughs> You should always be holding a Slim Jim and yeah. a... And a oh, or, uh, as I've said, uh, the face of a man with a peanut allergy, and the body has not yet <laughs> reacted. <laughs> Wait until he swallows. The old man, when the whole thing, when, the, when it gets in the bloodstream past the face, forget it. It's over. Uh, What's well, good bashing on uh, Frank, because he's uh, easy to attack, and there are no groups that are going to defend him. Yeah, so well, we I, just, I love him. Yeah, I do too. I really do love the guy. He's the best. But, uh... Uh, but yeah, it was fun. So it's always good <laughs> yeah. to talk to you. Steve's always got something good to say. Steve Byrne uh, at uh, Desert Ridge. And if you want somebody who's unafraid and going to go up on stage and do this show and not worry about, you know, comments from... But the, it's, still, it's still like having fun. It's not, it's, like, fun. it's not like, I'm going to be dangerous. Well, you know, you're not, like, yeah. I'm not like Carlos Mencia, like, I'm going to say the things nobody says, bro. It's like, no, I'm just like stating an opinion that's like middle... I, I'm like literally... I have a middle centrist yeah. viewpoint yep. where I dump on both sides. Yeah, the best part about that again, I have to I have to comment as the guy as the post uh, post game interview. Uh, the man who said I'm not dangerous attacked a man while he told us he wasn't dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> he went after Carlos Mencia. Well, Carlos and Neil Brennan can start a bowling team together. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what you're driving to, courts? I love Neil though. Yeah. Well, of course. Yeah. He's holding my glass. Let's just back that up, Carlos. Not so much. Not so much. <laughs> really? Not a fan of Carlos Mencia? I don't have anything against I, I Well, just you think, just said you didn't like it. Well, we all know the knock against him, yeah. but when we were at the comedy store, and he was coming through, and he was the the guy beating his chest, and he yeah. was the, the big star then, like, you would literally be in the middle of a set, and other comics would be like, hey, 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 from the back of the room. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, then you knew. I've heard of ears and start doing crowd work. Zip it Where up. are you from? Close How you doing? Up. Give it up for the single ladies. <laughs> I've been sober for six years. It's like, that's when all those lines come out, you know? Wow. I see. And he's always been nice to us when he comes here. And, never, and people say that. But the, I'm, the knock is there for a reason, evidently. It's still yeah. a chip. I mean, for, oh, it's, I mean, for, it's, there. it's there. Yeah. 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 That's that's an albatross he, he's not gotten rid of. Yeah. He's not rebounded from no. it. And. I think he's funny. Like when he's in here, he's funny. I just don't. I, I don't know. It's not my world. Yeah. Well, it's so, fine. Yeah. No. <laughs> well, now you know. Well, maybe he'll get traded. That's the only way it'll work. Get traded yeah. to another comedy club. Uh, Steve Byrne at Desert Ridge this weekend. Leave us with words of wisdom quickly. Well, um, I'm not Frank Galliano. I try to do my best, but uh, no, I, I just would say that. Look, this summer's been tumultuous. Yep. It's been a crazy year. I would I would highly recommend coming out to CB Live to have a great time because yep. I'm one of the few comics that I, I'm telling you I care I genuinely Aww. care about the shows oh. and I want everybody to have a great time and I'm gearing up to film my fifth hour special and I'm it's the hardest I've ever worked on one so well, there you go. I'm really really excited Beautiful. about it yeah well, all the success in the world you deserve and I'm I'm selling I, I don't normally comics sell merch after the show yeah. like. I'm selling uh, Rizzo shirts that, with the new Yankee <laughs> oh my thing. I, that's my merch. Pre-order now. Yankee gear yeah. with Rizzo and like Sharpie <laughs> written on the back of Reggie Jackson jersey. Yeah. I'm sponsored by the Yes Network, by the way. Oh, too. are you? Is that right? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Tell Michael I said that. <laughs> All right, there you go. Steve Byrne at Desert Ridge this weekend. It's 98 KUPD. Oh, I used to like that Steve Byrne. 
Comedy's still funny. This makes me think of that poor fish. That fish that had the case of the twisties at the end of this video. There is rumor, and Joe Rogan brought this up too, uh, evidently, about the Simone Biles thing, going back to that for a second. And it's, it's, I, I read it yesterday, and I'm like, I don't know how real that is, and it keeps popping up today, so there might be some smoke and fire in this. But evidently in Japan, a lot of mood-altering, uh, I don't even know what they call those, like uh, nootropics and things like that, that, that chemically change your brain for psychological use or for uh, mental health issues, are illegal in Japan. And Ritalin is one of them. And she evidently has it, so she's not allowed to possess Ritalin in Japan. You still have to go by their ever, laws, right? Really but if that's it. the case, the the the, then the just team say should have known that right. and said, "Look, you you can't. We're not going to hold a spot and, on and the team be, for you." Exactly, and there'd be no harm in right. It was like when uh, Ryan Clark of the Steelers couldn't go to Denver and play because he had sickle cell. Yeah, and he's like, "You just can't play there." Like we know if, it, if it, and it did happen, an important game goes up in Denver, Ryan can't do it because he risks. A lot of problems with that, and, and like he knows it. He's got a he's got a, an illness that makes it so he can't be in high altitude. So they knew that, and it's not like if you if you have Ritalin and you need it, and you're not allowed to have it. That t- why wouldn't they just say she can't come because she has to be on this? Right, because so, yeah. there are athletes sitting there waiting yeah. in the wings right. to go, and they got so screwed. If, if there is truth to that, there's a lot of oddness in saying, "Oh, she's got mental health things." Instead of saying, "I'm not allowed to have Ritalin in Japan," I gave it a shot. I need my meds. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sick and I can't be here. Okay. Even though it's medical reason, she can't. The, yeah, even in Japan, that's Matter. one of the things. Even if it's they medical, they say you can use uh, Concerta in Japan. Ritalin is available in Japan to treat sleep disorders. Right, but it's, it's not, not for prescribed right. for ADHD, right. and they will not and allow concert, you to have it. Concerta is different. My, my son's on some of those medications, oh, and Concerta is different. It yeah. does different things. So I don't know if that's if there's reality to that with the Biles thing. Then it seems natural to just say, well, she's not allowed to have her medicine here. So it, it affected her, and, and it's real. And instead of just saying, oh, I have the twisties, or I've got a med, just say, look, I'm not allowed to have my meds in Japan, and it messed me up. It sounds worse for her saying yeah. it that way. It just now it sounds, sounds like, like a quitter. Grabbing. Yeah. I'm a quitter. And now it sounds like I'm grabbing yeah. straws. I don't know. But yeah, Rogan brought that up, too, so it got a lot of legs. But I read that a little bit yesterday, and I'm like, Ooh, we'll see. Anyway, the whole thing is a, it, the whole thing's got the twisties, Brady. Sure does. I hope I'm fortunate enough someday to, uh, to pass on from the twisties. It sounds fun. It's like the chubby checker of diseases. Let's twist it again. He Let's started it. Got into everyone's mind. All the twisties right away. It does make me think of Twizzlers, too, because my brain, I'm a child. The Beatles. A little bit. But the Did yips they, are oh, a yeah, real thing. Twist man. and shout. The yips are incredibly the yips are real. real thing. I've why, seen it in person. Well, that's why oh, sports yeah. psychology exists. Yeah. It's because guys get the Huge yips. You've got to figure ball. out what's wrong Huge. with your melon. John Lester. Great pitcher. Can't throw it first base. Had to leave it in his glove and throw his glove over He had to... Walk it over and hand if it, it to got grounded. He could yeah. not throw a ball to first base. But he could throw a strike at 93 miles an hour wherever he wants. Any other base. <laughs> yeah. It was the weirdest thing in the world to watch. And guys, it's the craziest thing if you ever watched a John Lester game when he'd pitch. Guys on first base would take like 15 foot leads and he would not Early throw Early on, yeah. Because he knew, I can't do it. Then Contreras just started picking people just off so they stopped them. doing yeah, that. It's crazy. So yips are very real. Anyway, so. Steve Byrne did this with his goddamn Yankee hat. Uh, it's time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. And you know uh, who doesn't care about your mental health or your uh, your yips or anything else? Somebody with bad intentions. You're not going to be able to go, hey, I got the twisties today. Please don't steal my wallet. Or I got the twisties today. Try not to beat me up here in the parking lot uh, and take my car. Uh, those are those moments where you're like, yeah, you better, you better be prepared and know what's coming. And uh, the self-defense... Uh, system up there of Tactical Black is unmatched, unbelievable, and will get you in a place where you don't have to be 
uh, all fired up and anxious because you have something in your tool belt that you know you can lean on when stuff goes pear-shaped. And that's all that we're looking for in the world is, when is this idiot going to do? How many times a day do you look over and go, what's this asshole up to? <laughs> that's what tactical black stops. You're like, oh, God, okay, I got an eyeball over there. Keeps your head on a swivel for a good reason and makes you prepared, not paranoid. And there's a difference. Don't be a victim. They teach you how to do all the things that make you look like somebody nobody wants to uh, bother. And that's it. Not that you're tough guying or bowing up to everybody, but it's just you look confident. And that's one thing bad guys do not deal with as a confident person. Uh, they'll give you that and more. You'll get in great shape doing it as well. Check it out, reactdefense.com, the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. Donald Trump is uh, selling one of his personal helicopters. Just one of them, Brady. I've got several. I'm only selling one. I'm only going to get you and one. give him an offer. Yeah, fire it up. What do you got, Brett? What's in your pocket right now? What's in your wallet, I like to say? What do you got? <laughs> I, I don't know how much Capital One allowed me to throw on my card. You know but I'll uh, give you. You know what? <laughs> Take it from me. Go into debt. It's okay. You can go into debt and buy great things. It'll make you know you just, just make claim your debt bankruptcy work and come yeah, back. Exactly. Get the bankruptcy. It's a great, great process. You know, I'm not doing anything wrong. How much do you want to pay me for my helicopter? Uh, five hundred thousand. Absolutely. You know ridiculous. what? You might be in the running. Ridiculous. It's a come on, uh, T. It's a former president's goddamn helicopter. Five hundred thousand dollars. Ridiculously low offer. American <laughs> money. You're insane. It's a 1990 Sikorsky S76B. That's a And they usually around a million bucks. <laughs> I got it from my friend, Pooty Poot Putin. <laughs> he gave it to me for a few favors. It was pretty great. It's got some urine stains in it. There's no big deal about that. That just came from the prostitutes in the first flight. It's a 90. It's a classic. A classic Skorsky. It's pretty sweet. Of course it is, Brady. It's a personal helicopter. Really nice, Tell DT. me the last time you looked at a personal helicopter and said, this one sucks. They're all sweet. You've got your own chopper. You're doing all right. It's comicopter, whatever. It's still more than you've got. <laughs> you'd true. take it. If somebody yeah. dropped off a comicopter with a hammer and sickle on it and said, Brett, this is yours, you'd take it. The Would other you? Thing, if what? somebody dropped off a Soviet Union, you know, decked out hammer sickle flag on the side and it said, Brett Vesley's private ride, would you keep it? Oh, yeah, why not? Me too. Really, yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Taliban could get me a helicopter. I'd be like, thanks, guys. I'll start singing their national anthem. I don't give a crap. Give me a bottle of Smirnoff, and I'm ready to roll. I'm rooting for Drago now, next time I watch Rocky IV. If he dies, he dies. Here's your helicopter, and congratulations for being the biggest sellout in American history. Good job, Benedict. Another piece of uh, history will be sold in about uh, two weeks on the auction block. A 40-year-old piece of wedding cake. From Seinfeld Prince Charles about that. <laughs> and Diana's wedding. No kidding. Yeah, because yeah. uh, Peterman bought a, ja- a John F. Kennedy Jackie O piece of cake, and Elaine accidentally ate it. The slice is from one of the 23 cakes that were made for the ceremony. Comes with a wedding program, ceremony details, and a breakfast menu. It last sold in 2008 for $2 million? Seven hundred dollars. What? This yep. cake is changing hands. Oh yeah, no, these I are, mean, this is a big. Are thing. you serious? Wedding stuff. They they it, save a piece for this kind of stuff at a lot of these giant weddings. The hell's wrong with people? I'd own it. That'd be amazing. For what? Piece of history. Put it where Rizzo. Look in my fridge. Put it where Rizzo's. Look in my fridge. No, no, yeah. I'd have a little refrigerated uh, box where Rizzo and Megan's painting used to hang. Oh yeah, glass front down. All right, Dahmer. <laughs> That's a Dahmer move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just gonna keep it in the fridge. He kept his in the freezer. Oh, yes. I wouldn't get oh, look, excuse me. That's totally different than body parts. <laughs> yeah, it's not, Although, a, it's not a piece from the crash. I would also take <laughs> this, <is, laughs> exactly. this is the right calf from uh, <laughs> yeah. 
The bullet fragments from Dallas. I'm not putting those up. I'm just, well, though I would. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be kind of cool. I'd frame those. I'd frame that, too. Would you use that? Well, because your people did it. Well, look what they did when Lincoln. Lincoln's assassination. The hat? At the home, they're cutting up the clothes. Yeah. You still see Little squares of that? The cake is, you know, that's kind of a thing. It's valuable. That's why I'd have it. Not because I'm so nostalgic about the die Charles wedding. Do they someone have a piece from the car, you know, the Mercedes in Paris? Like Good they Christ, scrapped it. Nobody I bet did. some rappers wearing the Mercedes logo yeah, around so, well, his neck look, in Paris. Somebody, there, there are vultures who go to those oh, sites yeah. and grab. Yeah, there's no question. Here's some uh, wild <laughs> purchases made by celebrities. Nicholas Cage, I've heard a bunch of his. Hit me, baby girl. Talk about my castle. He spent uh, almost 300k on a dinosaur skull. Yeah. Before returning it to Mongolia because it turned out to be stolen. <laughs> right. And then he did buy a castle in Germany. That was um, real. And uh, his latest, uh, the most recent one was the LaLori Mansion in New Orleans. I thought he was broke. It was haunted. I am. It's amazing. I can still do this. My most amazing purchase of the last few was that little Chinese baby girl out of that sushi restaurant. She became my bride. Want a piece of cake? Yeah. I've got extra. <laughs> Spent 150 k on the first Superman comic. Yeah. Mike Tyson bought a $2 million, 24-carat gold bathtub for his wife at the time. (laughs) Who makes that? That's a power move, man. That is a power move. That's a boss move right there. Kanye and Kim, they furnished their Bel Air mansion with four gold-plated toilets for $750K. And now he's living in a small locker room with a bed on the floor. (laughs) In Atlanta. Oprah bought a marble and onyx bathtub. That is molded to the shape of her body. It's a big bathtub. Which body? It's a big bathtub. <laughs> that, that's a tub. spa. Stedman should be able to get in that. but It's, it's also Stedman's lap pool. <laughs> Kim Basinger, Basinger bought a whole Georgia town in yeah. 1989. You remember that? She got $20 million too, right? With the intention of making a tourist destination. Yeah. Not sure what. Julie Roberts did something similar to that, too. Miley Cyrus bought a Range Rover just to take her dogs in because uh, they weren't allowed in her other cars. Right. You get a dog car. That makes sense. Everybody everybody with dogs has a car the dogs are allowed in uh, and the one that nobody can, you can't have it in. Scarlett Johansson is suing Disney, claiming their decision to release Black Widow when the box office was still weak and um, also put it on Disney+. Plus. Because she gets uh, producer rights on the film, and part of that deal is a profit sharing. Right. She's saying since they added it to the stream early, and it wasn't a mass, you know, release in theaters only. She lost some dough. Yeah. Which is reasonable. She to got think. paid twenty million just for uh, yeah. playing the part of Black Widow. Because if you're going to pay thirty bucks, robbed, but if again, you're going to pay thirty bucks for that early access, then you're going to go see the movie. That's what less. I think. Well, the, so she's got a point. But if you're in the uh, Disney Plus world. That's kind of on her for not negotiating that in in the, in the beginning. I think that was before. This movie's been in the works, and that oh, no, they didn't know saying. about the Disney Plus. They, they put, had to know they about Well, they, did, back, they yeah. didn't tell her. Well, bottom line is she had it, but then she's got a bad agent who didn't know about streaming services. Because basically it would be Hulu or Netflix, and those existed. So it'd be like, well, if it goes to this too fast, we need we need money. But nobody knew they were going to take exactly. new release big at, movies and sure. premiere them online. Well, at the time, COVID, right. it was signed up as just the theatrical right. release. and But also, $20 million is a lot, so stop whining. 
Well, I don't know. That, but, yeah. but Disney is saying. Don't get in their pockets on that because that's a good I deal. am. That's yeah. ridiculous. That's a lot of money. Finally, this is amazing. The Rick Roll. Rick Astley's never going to give you up. Yeah. Um, just to hit the one billion mark on YouTube. One billion views. Good for you, Rick. It's still funny. Man's a legend. It's still funny when it catches oh, you and you don't know what's happening. You're like, I just got Rick rolled. And you can't help What year do you think that started? The Rick rolling? Yeah. Early 2000s, probably. Yeah, like 2006. YouTube. I was going to say mid-2000s. Yeah, that's about right. 2009. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a 12 years of Rick rolling, but a billion. That's amazing. Well, there you go. Thanks, Rick Astley. Who knew that would be his career? And that he leans into it and embraces it. it is amazing. He loves it. He went on with the Foo Fighters when they yeah. covered it, and he popped up on stage with them. It was hilarious. Yeah, he's... Wouldn't you? Absolutely. I would be all over that. And my Taliban helicopter <laughs> <laughs> eating that cake from uh, Princess Diana's uh, wedding. I'd have to take a bite of it. That would be my problem. I couldn't have Brady over ever again if I had that cake. Ooh, okay. Ooh, there's a cake in this Come thing. on, bro. <laughs> Break out with a little... We'll reshape it. No, Brady, don't eat the cake. It's only 40 years old. Say the icing. Would you eat it? I'd take a bite. I'd probably take a slug of it. (laughs) That's disgusting. (laughs) You got a problem. You're a glutton. Uh, All right. It's Friday already. We've got the Guadalupe Squares coming up in just moments. We need a girl. We need a boy. We've got tickets to SmackDown. I believe. Sure. Sure. Why not? We'll buy you. We'll get you something. God, I love having an Italian on the show. <laughs> I get some. You're going to get some. You get some. A man who gets Don't worry about it. You want SmackDown tickets? How about I get you in the ring? I'll get Randall running down here now. Yeah. We don't have any SmackDown. I got it. You're going to get Brett Vesley SmackDown. I got this. Don't worry about it. But if you want to play, Brett will get you something. That's our prize pack today. I need a girl, need a guy. The squares are coming up next. There goes your entertainment draft. Chains. It's 9.40 here in the morning sickness, and uh, even though uh, it's been a, a tough day for Cub fans like me and old Jer, and great days for Sox fans and this Cardinal fan that's like, man, emotions and no logic, you're just like a woman slash Cub fan. <laughs> and he's like, as a Cardinal fan, I'm loving every second of this. Well, then you're playing with emotions, too, because you're watching. And you're in the same boat, buddy. No, 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 no don't get, way. see, he's okay, right now. Settle down. Just like us, so <laughs> yeah. there you, you go. Just, you just lit the fuse there. I know. And remember, Steve Byrne, TBS 1, Steve Byrne 0. <laughs> He's after Steve Byrne. <laughs> Come in here with that Yankee hat. Like, yeah. This is not a good day, oh, man. Right, I need a day of We've already covered this. Calm down. <clears throat> Sorry. I understand. It's okay. Jesus. I feel like <laughs> I'm on the talk now. TikTok. What's <laughs> going on here? TikTok. All right. You stop. You stop. You stop. That's enough. I've already covered all the bases on this. Like Anthony's going to do. What are you do, on St. Louis for? Oh, they're for Christ's sake. Like, they're not going anywhere anyway. They're two games matter. ahead of you. They're, they're going to go hell Let me just tell these two. Oh, my The Guadalupe God. squares are coming up in a second. Let's not talk. Don't bring the Cardinals up. That was you, you passive-aggressive Damn prick. Damn right I am. Son of a. <laughs> Anyhow. My man. <laughs> it's time for your Guadalupe squares. And then I was just going to say, I've gotten past it all. And then these two go it's not over. It started. It took our statue. Uh, it's time for your Guadalupe Squares. Here's your host of said squares, Mr. Jeremy Bergeron. Keep it cool. Go ahead. Thank you, Johnny. When it's on the top left corner, it's uh, Donald Trump. I understand what losing feels like. Well, actually, I don't. I've never actually really lost anything. You know, sometimes you lose things, and then you just have to go grab them and steal them back. And I think that's it. It's like what OJ always said. You know, when somebody takes something, go get what's yours. And that's exactly what you're going to do. Like me with the presidency and you with Anthony Rizzo, I highly recommend doing what the great Damon Wayans did when he was put in a bag by the guy from Home Alone 
and I think it was Dan Aykroyd, when they traded him to the Celtics, and they took him, and they bagged him up, and they kidnapped him in that great movie. Celtic Pride? Celtic Pride, thank you. <laughs> Damon Wayans was a player. They didn't want him to leave, so they bagged him up, and they kidnapped him, so he'd never leave. We need to do the same thing to Rizzo as Cup fans. You know, I'm a Cup fan. I love the Cup. Also love the Yankees and the Mets and all the teams. I like everybody because they all supported me. I won the election uh, with every vote in the end, at Major League Baseball. Last day. It's a great thing. Helicopter for sale if you're interested. Make an offer at the real Donald Trump at trumpbook.com. I've just started this whole thing. I'm not allowed on the Faces books. Nobody wants to be on that anyway. Faces book? Faces book. That's what I call it. Faces book because you're just covered in it. I have the Insta Dons. Also going to give up a slap chop. And a Mr. Microphone. They're all for sale at wow. DonaldTrumpEverythingMustGo.com. <laughs> Don't worry into it. There is no bankruptcy issue or money problems. Just everything's got to go. You want Ivanka's <laughs> dresses? We've got those. Chop it. How much for that car? How much for that car, Blue Genie? $39.95. Chop it. Chop it. $29.95. Get it out of here. Let's roll that one. Buy all my stuff. We've got a helicopter. It's a 90 Swarovski. It's a good one. Chop it. Get it out there. It's going to be good stuff. Sell any helicopter to anybody. All of them. Except for Stevie Ray Vaughan's family. Probably not appropriate. Not going to do that. <laughs> it's not funny. It's a legend. He would have voted for me. He would have voted for me. It's one less vote. Goddamn mountain. Okay. All right, in the town middle square, uh, it's Nicholas Cage. Thank you for having me on your show, baby girl. It's nice to be here. What kind of skull did you bring in? I brought this dinosaur skull in here. From the Flintstone era. Wow. Yeah, its name is Dino. <laughs> yeah. Good one, Nick. That's exactly right, baby girl. And I have to give it back because evidently it was stolen and sold to me on the black market of dinosaur heads. <laughs> Who knew that was real? But it is. How, <laughs> many, how many movies you got coming up? Fourteen. Two home movies <laughs> I'm releasing at Disney+. Plus. You speaking any of them? No. <laughs> I found that the best way to do a fast movie is to have no lines in it. Silent movies with Nick Cage coming back. Next one's called Quiet. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do this. Smack it on the ass, baby. Yeah. Buy my dinosaur head. It's for sale at Donald Trump's Everything Must Go dot com. All right, in the top right square. Uh, he's here to hang out with Brett. It's John Travolta. It's not only that, but I'm also boy in the bubble in the water. Hi, Brett. It's good hey, to see what's you. Up, Thanks TT? for being there. You know what? Brett and I are going to have a huge weekend this weekend. I don't know if you guys know that. But one of our friends is celebrating a huge birthday. You know, John's homeboy's birthday was last weekend. It's Monday. Yeah. Had a great birthday boy weekend. And this weekend, the greatest man to ever walk on the planet. Yeah. Frank Stallone turned oh, 71 yeah. this weekend. 71. We're, just, we're doing yeah. it. I'm we're going to do I'm it. still celebrating Tony. Tony Sirico. Tony Sirico. Yes, yes, yeah. It's a great one. It's a great one. How many rub downs are you going to have? We're going to go out. We're going to get massages. We're going to try to get our buttholes touched by the masseuses, which is always what I do. I chase around my b-holes. It's great. And then, of course, we're going to have Frank Stallone perform for us live because he's a dancing monkey. And if you give him some money, he'll do it far from over. He'll do it like 100 times in a row. So happy birthday to my best friend from Staying Alive, Frank Stallone. And, Brett, you're invited. Thanks. Now put this tuxedo on and serve the stars. (laughs) (laughs) All right, in the middle of square, uh, his birthday's coming up. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's my birthday today, I believe. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, Daddy. I brought my man, Conendez, who's now in his late 20s, but his balls never dropped, and he sounds like a little boy still. I made your mud pie. Hey, how is your mother doing? How is Ecuador? Awesome. It's great. She moved back down to Ecuador. (laughs) Totally pumped. After I made this little bastard. You're a little little bastard. You know what's great? Even I, Arnold Schwarzenegger, who could have done something differently, found out I got the maid pregnant. 
And he just tried to hide it as long as I could. But then once it came out, I was like, you know what? There's no hiding this. This is my little Joseph Vanya. You and my guy can learn this. I stuck around and like Toledo's dad. I stayed. Even threw it off. <laughs> Got any room? You could come over to my house, but you have to get in better shape. Look at you, you jiggly ball of jello. Look at squat Toledo. Conandas, go over there and squat him. Ouch. That's exactly Ouch. how you do it. Look at how strong. How many reps, Daddy? Look at how strong my little bastard is. No. He's such a strong little a bastard. He's such a strong bastard. Well, you got a masseuse over there. I'd love that really muscular young Honduran to come over here and rub me down. Don't do it, Conandas. <laughs> He's going to try to touch you with his butthole. That's the reputation he's earned. Anyway, Hernandez and I would like to celebrate my birthday with Brett and John Travolta over there at Frank Stallone's house and listen to some good music and have Brett serve out to Sambuca. <laughs> yes. Make it a thing. All right, go. What are you rolling back? Oh, my God, yeah. it's here. Yes. Oh, my God. This is really happening. I can't believe this is actually a thing. I'm so pumped, Daddy. Oh, my God. Hernandez. Come over here for a second. <laughs> I need someone. I need someone to hold me. Make me feel small. Feel my glutes. Oh my God, I can't help but feel your glutes. They're everywhere. I tell you, the guy is huge. I'm so happy I, I did it with your gigantic, well-bred mother. <laughs> Such a gigantically boned woman. Those Hondurans. <laughs> they have these hips to give. Not like that awful toast-faced woman I was married to for a while, that Kennedy lady. With that giant square face. Her hips were not built to, to bear a child like Hernandez. That's why I had to turn to the maid. Bend that big fat ass over. I got to put a baby in that. You broke Maria? No, I broke Maria. Look at her square face. It was the worst thing in the world. I used to like to have sex with Maria facing the other way uh, because then I would imagine back into the left all over again. <laughs> Wish you were more like your family. <laughs> put you in the jump seat. Travolta, that's not my thigh. I'm sorry, I don't know. It's so big, you just feel like canned hams all over your body. <laughs> all right, in the middle square, he's excited for Jackass Forever. It's oh, yeah. Jackass Brady. Uh, yeah, I got my, I'm making my pitch, my audition. You guys heard it yesterday for National Chicken Wing Day. I'm going to wear 12 U-wings in my body. <laughs> I didn't even know it, but now that I do, I can't let go. Uh, Hooter sells earrings that are shaped like real chicken wings. I'm getting a Prince Albert. I'm getting a Jacob's Ladder. I'm getting one of my scroots. I'm getting two nips. I'm getting the ears, the lip, the eyebrows, the whole thing. One a month for 12 months, and then Brady's ear wings calendar's coming out because I'm a jackass. What about the butt cheeks, Brady? Got to get the butt cheeks done like my idol. Post it, Steve-O. He's my man. My butt cheeks are going to take a big post to get these things together. <laughs> That's a full-size chicken. That is, a, that is going to be a rotisserie chicken <laughs> on a, big, a post. That's just a set pin. it and forget it. It's going to look like a luau back there. Set it and forget it. <laughs> you set it forget it, indeed. <laughs> that is a big-ass chicken I'm stapling in that butt. Slow and low. But it'll put me in Jackass 5, which is my dream, since I've been friends with my boy steve Brady, don't do this to yourself. You're not a proper jackass. I'm a jackass. I'm just like I'm just like Bam Margero. I'm a jackass. All right, in the middle right square, uh, he just bought a, a giant gold tub for his wife. It's Mike Tyson. It's a jackass. It's so funny. I, I'm a, I, not as funny as your show, man. My my show, the Mike Tyson mystery. It's a yeah. very funny show. I, I, Brady, I've always I've always marveled at you being. <laughs> Alive at this age. <laughs> I always look at your body and wonder, how is he doing this? It's unbelievable. <laughs> you make me laugh. Out loud, sometimes LOL, I say. And then I bought a $2 million bathtub that I would like my wife to get it, but she's gone. 
Like, I don't have her anymore. So, Brady, this bathtub is it's 24 karat gold bathtub. I, I think maybe you should get in it. Oh, I, I will. You want to climb in the bathtub with me? And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to see your chicken wing dick. <laughs> I want to hear you see it. <laughs> I understand it. I understand you had your, your, your dick built into a chicken wing. And yeah. don't make any jokes about it just because the black guy wants to bathe with a dude covered in chicken. That's nothing. <laughs> nothing to do with it? Nothing to do with it. But I do kind of want to see it. I don't want to draw to it. <laughs> it's nothing to it. All right, in the bottom left square, it's Brady's secret square. Give us some hints, Brady. Yeah, what's up, bros? I'm 42 years old. I'm just a beautiful man. I was Aquaman. I was Cal Drago oh, yeah. in Game of Thrones. That's pretty good. And I boned Lisa Bonet all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Amelia Earhart. <laughs> yep. Ovaltine. And don't forget your Ovaltine. Young Shavers. <laughs> it's not going to be part of that square every time. <laughs> all right. All right. an acceptable answer from now on. Yeah. Oh. <clears throat> All right. Here it comes. Bottom middle square. Here to drown oh. our sorrows. One Harry Carey. Boy, oh boy. I got to tell you, I'm a Cub fan, and I've never been a bigger Bud man than I'm going to be now. How do you get rid of Anthony Rizzo? He's the greatest player we've ever had. He's the... The, I think so. Mr. Cub of this generation? Mr. Cub 2.0 is a great Brett Russell put I got to tell you, this is depressing. Even up here in heaven, I don't like it at all. I've always said it as a broadcaster that I thought New York City was the f- capital of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Evidently, you're not allowed to talk about that anymore. Thanks, Tom. Boy, oh boy. Holy cow. Rizzo going deep in a Yankee outfit. I'm gonna guess. Dutchie's still alive. Uh, Good so. God, the lady. She still lives in the hotel. Unbelievable. She's up there in the hotel, probably crying <laughs> her eyes out and using it as lube. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> with a little number forty. She's got a little forty-four toy that vibrates. And I think she's probably got it up in there right now with the tears flowing and all the pain Chicago feels. She's going to turn like 90 in uh, August. Boy, oh boy, that's an old batch. I remember I didn't like hitting that 30 years ago. Can't imagine what that cavern's turned into right now. It probably looks like Carlsbad caverns when the bats fly out of it in a freeze frame. Only meaning to turn Always turn left. Boy, oh boy. It's R-I-Z-Z Dutchie's thing. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, in the bottom right square, it's the yeah, boss man yeah, himself, yeah, yeah, Trip Reed. Yeah, yeah. Go, Dodgers, go. All right, turn his go, mic off. Matt Scherzer, go. We made all the trades to win, and now we're going to do it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go, Dodgers. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Upper Deck. <laughs> <laughs> I've never actually heard that in person before because those people have Section 520-something. I'm usually <laughs> down in that... A VIP area right behind the place. Panama Jack and Mary Hart. I'm going to the Dodgers games. Wait for it. In the playoffs this year. Guaranteed. Not there yet. Oh, yeah. We're there. <laughs> go Padres. Yeah, go Padres. Go Giants. Oh, okay. And then we'll get another what? ring. <laughs> I hope you guys aren't too close to Chris Bryant, because guess how good he's going to look? His blue eyes are about to pop <laughs> in his brand new blues. Yeah! Nothing for me and Brett. I don't want to say anything to the White Sox fans, because his people are shooty. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not talking about the Italians. I'm talking about White Sox fans. Yikes! 
All right, who's on the phone? All right, we got Lou and Michelle, the phone sex oh, operator. Michelle, the phone sex trying again. All right, Michelle, are you there? I'm here. All right, Lou, are you there? I'm here, sir. There's Lou. All right, Michelle, you pick a square. Go first. Um, Secret Brady. All right, it's the secret square. Guy. What's up, Michelle? You want to touch my trident? <laughs> I do. Who is it? I do. Are, are you Jason Momoa? I believe he is. Well, well done. Sure gets the square. Nicely done. <laughs> Mine, he always gets confused for him. <laughs> yeah. Brady, is, Brady struggles with that every day. <laughs> Jason Momoa, Brady, you know. <laughs> What's the death? So much in common. <laughs> I'm Aquaman. Aquaman. Isn't it Aquaman? Sure. He's Mexican, yes. isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Looks foreign. All right, Lou, pick a score. All right, Lou. Oh, I got to have Jackass Brady. Yeah. It's Jackass Brady. All right. Also known as Aquaman. It's a little dangerous, though, because I'm poking holes in my body to get on the next Jackass to be Chicken Wing Man. I'm wearing earrings all over my body. You can get them at Hooters.com or... When my corpse finally gives up, you can peel him off my, my whole deal. I'm going to do sounding with a real chicken wing. Because I'm a jackass! Brady, I'm telling you, you got to stop. You're not a jackass. I'm a jackass, Devo! Watch me shove a full chicken wing in there. Buffalo Wowie's got nothing on this. A little spicy. Go right in there. You ever stick a wing in your ass, Lou? I have not. I've had him come out whole. What? It's the same thing. Sometimes I get excited over those, you know, well, Hooters does that 12 free, 10 free thing, and I'll eat them whole. You've got a different constitution. All wings can be boneless if you don't chew them. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're giving birth to little dinosaur bones. It's the craziest oh, thing. How have you survived? I have no idea. No idea. Make Doc. sure Nick is there. <laughs> That's true, Nicholas. Do you want to buy some bones? I'll make a couple. I don't want any of those spoons, baby girl. Keep them inside you. Sometimes when I'm eating, I just wing it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a jackass with dad jokes. All right, Brady, got a question for you. True or false, in Back to the Future, the time machine was going to be a refrigerator. Sometimes a time machine and a refrigerator are the same thing. You find little gems back there. I forgot about you. You remind me of last week. Nom, nom, nom. Nom, 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 I guess that's true. Nothing in your fridge is older than a week. That's what I sound like at the fridge. It's Thanksgiving. Oh, look at you. It's 1988's Thanksgiving. Nom, 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 nom. Little time machine of cheese. Cheese is supposed to be aged, right? That's exactly right. Becomes different stuff. A fine cheese ages in my time machine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I just found a piece of cake from Princess Di's wedding. (laughs) Don't eat that. I'm going to eat it. (laughs) Too late. It was in the time machine and just appeared. Sometimes future stuff shows up. That's called going to the grocery store. (laughs) There's stuff in your time machine, and it's the best time ever. I'll say it was supposed to be an appliance, so true. He says true. Do you agree or disagree? I'll disagree. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. Oh. It was true. X gets the square. I know why they didn't do it. Because kids would have climbed in refrigerators yep. and tried to go back and uh, have sex with Michael J. Fox's mom. <laughs> you ever get locked in a fridge, Brady? Oh, yeah. Locked in a fridge. Impossible. Dreams do come true. <laughs> Oprah had a fridge made in my shape. Clean it out. Yeah, it was the shape of my body so I could live in it. Locked in a fridge? Oh, my God. Did I win the lottery? <laughs> 
All right, Michelle, you can take uh, John Travolta for the win. Oh my God, it's all on yeah. me. Yes. Oh, this is great. It's going to be great. All right, Brett and I are very excited. I wish I had Brett up in my square because, you Shoot know. your shot, John. Goomba to Goomba. We're going to go over Frank Stallone's <laughs> birthday this weekend. It's going to be outstanding. It's just so much. You like that, right? Let's oh, get, what did you course. get Frank this year? Uh, the hair products, of That's course. I'm going hair products still, my guy. You can't give the guy hair products. Even though I'm bald now, I still buy hair products because I got a good toupee. Don't no mess with the hair. You don't mess around with my hair. Don't touch the hair. Frank Sloan's going to be singing up there. Brett and I are going to be putting moose in a salon. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. How do we not celebrate this American treasure's birthday with a day off? It's the Italian national anthem right here. <laughs> I do have to tell you about something, though. COVID has made me nervous, so I have to get into my philanthropic voice right now. I'll tell you guys right now. While you're getting massaged and trying to get the masseuse to touch your butthole, always remember to wear a mask. The Delta variant is very Great real. Do it safe. Breathe into a mask. Also, he can't see your emotions. So he's smiling too hard. He knows you're going to go for the butthole move any second. No, it's very Tell him, JT. It's, thank you, Brett. Brett's always very serious about this kind of stuff, and I like getting serious about charity. And, of course, pandemics. But the pandemic doesn't work this week, and Frank Sloan's coming over the house. I'm like, yes! It's going to be unbelievable. All right, go ahead. Ask me a question. Anything. All right, Mr. Travolta. True or false, E.T. is the highest grossing film of the 1980s. E.T.'s the highest grossing film in the 1980s. All my movies in the 80s were terrible. Not a one was good. Wasn't the sequel to Staying Alive? Staying Alive was amazing. Was Come terrible. on, JT. I'm the first to admit no, that was a terrible no, no. movie. The only reason... Urban Cowboys. The Stallones were in there. Urban Cowboys, 1980. So, it was pretty good. But then it all went away. The only reason I did Staying Alive was to meet Frank Stallone. That's <laughs> <laughs> it's worth it. I mean, that was it. I'm like, I can meet the brother of Sylvester Stallone and become best friends with him. So I'd have to say, extra. What was that? ET was for extra touching. Yes, <laughs> no, I thought that was what it was about. Extra touches. You've been in trouble for that. I don't know what I've been in trouble for. I mean, everybody. I'm getting a massage. I mean, you're supposed to touch I me. Mean, sometimes my butthole. Terrible cramps. rumors. You get a cramp in your butthole. Ow. What's the point of the massage therapist? You're not going to rub that out. Ow. Toledo, you got to have a cramp in your butthole. You're getting them on purpose. <laughs> you know why? You know why? You know why? You know why you're fat? Because you don't work hard enough. You never had a butthole cramp. Ouch. <laughs> Is that true, Arnold? Yeah, that's true. I, that that. I know who you're talking to. Don't throw me. <laughs> what, the, what are you asking me about that for? When do I ever get the cramp? I'm a specimen of a man. You never get a cramp, Canandes. Never! Because we're always working. <laughs> the only time I did get a butthole cramp was when Canandes' mother took her thick fingers and tried to go back door. <laughs> Turned out it wasn't a cramp. She was just smashing a hemi. It was the greatest day of my life when she dusted my house. And I, I, thought, I thought she picked me. I mean, what's he going on about? Anyway, that's gross, talking about sex with a woman. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to have to say that E.T. was probably the highest gross film in the 1980s. I don't remember, but I'll, yeah, I'll go with that. All right, he says true. Michelle, you agree or disagree? I agree. That's right, it is Winner! true. Michelle wins. Queen sweep. Awesome stuff. Nice job. Hang on. She's <laughs> singing? Everybody's singing. Oh, Everybody's JT. Singing. Right. Feel to sing. Be dancing and singing. It's time to strut. I'm going to strut out of here. I'm going to go right over to my house. I'm going to pick up Frank Stallone's hair care products. You want to go to Sephora with me after this? Let's do it. Absolutely. Get a new hair dryer. A diffused one. You can't do this to your hair. What's the matter with you? Oh my God, this is the greatest song Toledo's got a good one. Can you screen it perfect for us? Perfect was terrible. <laughs> got the Other label. Jamie Lee Curtis is uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. in there. That's Jamie about Lee it. Curtis shows the boobs and everything. Yeah. Don't watch perfect. Go see and you trading, trading places. places. Trading places. I got cute little shorts on because I'm doing a lot of aerobics. I got a lot of butthole cramps in this. <laughs> I gotta go. 
Sometimes they just attack and stay. Brady, good luck with that chicken wing thing. Thank you. Well, okay, that's enough. What an amazing square that was. That is a pretty good square. <laughs> Gotta say. It's good to have him back. And people forget, earlier in the week, he was the boy in the bubble walking across the ocean uh, for the Coast Guard and homelessness. Relive that in tomorrow's <laughs> Rewind. Yeah, you can hear that tomorrow morning. All right, let's get the hell out of here. We're done. Nobody doing a thing? No. Did your EOS thing last night? Yep. You're clean. We're just going to cry about the Cubs? Yep. Brady's and good. more Clear. trades today. There's going to be more today. But Rizzo was, I was expecting you that. got an hour left, right? Uh, enough. Or is it three hours? Three hours. Three hours. So one o'clock. Diamondback fans, just be happy you didn't have anything to cheer for all year because it hurts. It hurts when your legends leave. You haven't had any legends. Paul Goldschmidt was probably the closest thing. Like, guys, pay him. For yeah. God's sakes, do something. Make this guy the face of the franchise. It hurts when they go. Uh, the experts was not good, but that's where he met Kelly Preston. Quit showing movie posters at Travolta. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. We're done. Larry's up next. You guys have yourselves a phenomenal weekend. Happy birthday, Frank Stallone. We'll see you guys Monday right here in the morning sickness. So long. Until later. Bye. Forever, friend. And remember, everybody, always keep a nice big smile on your face. Hello.